1: live in 4K Ultra HD only on Foxtel.
2: See Neil Phillips and the team at Berwick BMW for their sale event on now till Sunday. The Run Home with Andy and Gazy. Oh, right,
3: yeah, yeah. that, that is it. When that music sounds and right. you hear a little bit of Alps Costello in the background, it could mean anything. It could mean someone in the house has put on an Elvis Costello record. (laughs) It could be that a radio station listening to is playing an Elvis Costello song. Very nice. It could be that Elvis Costello is in the backyard just warming up. Or it could be that you are... No, he's still with us. (laughs) Is Elvis... um... I believe he's still with us. Or it could be that uh, the run home has commenced. And mm. on this particular occasion,
4: it is the latter. The run home has commenced. It has. And it is magnificent to have you with us. Good afternoon to you, Coopston. Good afternoon, Andy. And uh, we had an interesting day out at Geelong yesterday, didn't we? And the, the ride back, uh, I had to dash off in the last half an hour. And gee whiz, did uh, you and Julio put together a half an hour of radio goal. Thank you very much. And and I uh, thought it was strong. Uh, it was took the show to
3: a new level yesterday. Because to be honest, mm-hmm. after the first hour, yeah. Your middle hour yesterday left something to be designed. Are you I joking? Thought, no, I'm not.
4: Well, that's not the feedback I received. <laughs> oh, right. The feedback was very positive and, and, and And in fact, said, right? thank God oh. you were there for the uh, the two interviews that we did. because Strong interviews. Very strong. Strong. We got some great feedback yesterday. Unbelievable you can find feedback. It on the podcast. Uh, and even if you don't listen to the
3: entire podcast, it's always worth our while mm. for you to down, just go to the podcast, click on it, listen, about, away. listen listen about 12 seconds. Don't even have to listen. Just just, just, count 12, it... just count to twelve. Just count to twelve, and then uh, you can go and do whatever you like. Lovely. But uh, the chats hey, we had mm. yesterday with Rob McCartney, uh, Steve Hocking, and Damien Hardwick. Well uh, received. Well, I think there's awards. Mm. There may be awards coming.
4: The only glitch, of course, is the uh, echoing that was taking uh, place. That's but that's okay. Hope, yeah, it that was. Uh, I think we yep. we got uh, we got through what we needed to get through, and it was listenable. Only just, but it was yeah, listenable. it blew the echo mm. Echoing the Bunnyman issue
3: was a bit of a problem, yes. other than that... Hey, Andy, but yes, following
4: course. that, because I know that uh, there's a lot bouncing around, particularly... Well, we have to say where the... we are today, Keith. Oh. Before you get going, can we just... Okay. I know you
3: want to talk about Bahrain, No, but can we just say... Oh, the was we... but I will, <laughs> now that you mentioned, oh, it. I thought that's where you were going. So, no. before you went off on a long tangent...
4: or oh, was no long tangent here. Can I just say that we
3: are at the Magnificent, and our great friends at Berry Boom W, we always... What get a delight. So, we, get, we
4: get ridiculously well looked after when we come well, here. Well, you do, but... Not all these. You drive away in a BMW. Right. There is. I don't. There is. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that is actually a good point. Uh, stocks are limited at
3: the moment, there's, uh, so is. you want to rush down tomorrow. There is a sale event. On, it actually starts today, but it really mm-hmm. ramps up tomorrow and Sunday. Yes, uh, it is a massive sale event. There's all sorts of GST type mm. savings to be had uh, if you're in the GST. market. GST. There's a there's an element. The, the you, so you're basically ten percent off. Around about that sort of thing, nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't hold me to that, but there's a, there's a roundabout that sort of uh, type of discount deal to be done down Man. here at Berwick BMW right across the weekend. Neil Phillips and his and they look Ra- Craig and Raj and and Trav. They're, they're superstars down yeah. here. In fact, right from the moment you walk through the door,
4: you'll. They'll they'll have a cup of coffee in your hand before you even say good. Full uh, cafe facilities here, and uh, I don't know if it's just a privilege that we are entitled to. No, no, no. Everyone but there's comes... no, uh, no tapping or cash commitment required.
3: No, no. Particularly
4: if they believe no, that you may whatsoever. be. If they think you
3: are legit, mm. not just a tie kicker. Right. If they think you are a real real chance to uh, sign on the dotted line. Do they have line, some
4: sort of radar? to You know. may even get some sparkling Capri sparkling water. Is, is there some sort of <laughs> part of the training? For the BMW sales staff, that when someone enters the premises, their radar goes ah taikyuu. Oh, right. That's up to the rookie. The rookie, yeah, hey, this hey, is for you, Jerome. Over uh, here, uh, that's over yours. You go. Yep, yep. But um, but Andy, what is going on? I don't on? know. Actually, it's a good question. Yeah, what yeah,
3: is that, that last question you asked about, about the radar? The veteran car salesman. Yeah. would be would have that sixth sense, I reckon. Oh, 100%. They look
4: like they are mm. ready to purchase. That's right.
3: As opposed to that bloke just wants to sit behind mm. the wheel and do a Jordan Lewis-type arrangement. Mm-hmm. When he did that ad down at South Warnable, whatever it was, you know? Yep.
4: That ad. What about this from uh, Krasza? Cra- Andy Krasza? Mar- Yes, Annie Ma, I was listening to a Scottish Celtic podcast and you are called an Australian snout <laughs> spreading rumours about Ange <laughs> Poster Coglu. Don't worry about that. Your name is Mudd. Don't worry about that. Kraz is here. Kraz is back. Well, okay. Uh, no, no, no. No, no. And, and that's fair enough because you just made a horrific error. Well, hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa to
3: Kraz and Magnificent to see Ooh. you back on the uh, 40 weeks temper Text. I go onto the Fox Sports website today. Yes. Get his, what is the lead item on the Fox Sports website. Andy Marr has how, got... How Ange's emotional pre-season promise proved why he's headed right to the very top. Right. Click on the headline. Uh, so it takes you to the article. And Premier League coming at Ange Postacoglu <laughs> at a 1,000 rates a night.
4: Well, so can just I just stand say by, this? Just
3: stand by, everybody. There's H- a long way to go before mm. my snouts mail is either uh, mm. validated or officially
4: poo-pooed. Well, well I think that... Uh, so, c- to you, Kras, magnificent, but can we just, everyone, just uh, hold five, please? Well, Harvey Garcia, who is the new coach of Leeds, okay. he hopes that you are horribly wrong.
3: Yep. Well, horribly wrong. But he signed what was ref- referenced as a flexible contract. Mm. No, now I'll true. ask you again for those who weren't listening on Wednesday. Mm, yes, when you hear somebody assign a who hasn't got a yes a gilt-edged uh, uh, CV yes. in the coaching ranks.
4: Oh, he's he not has bad, not, he, mate. He's come out of the. Was it, was it Southampton? I can't remember. No, was it Southampton? Watford, Watford was it? Watford. Yeah. He got
3: the he got the sack from there in two thousand and nine. Then he, he went to him. Russia. He got the sack from there. Spain. He got the sack from there, and well, then he ended up in. Is it the last joint? Is that was some some. Some team in the Qatari. Don't league.
4: scoff at Qatar because Qatar, they are passing off some significant bugs bunny yeah, but we in see, order to yeah, eat. Yeah, so no, they have choice. Yeah, no, no,
3: that's right. We, they have we, options. we understand what's going on. We see live, there's there's seventy five percent of the live field a poo. Yeah. So but, just because they've got a lot of money doesn't mean they're getting the best operatives.
4: Okay, you with me? Well usually there is a correlation between Usually, but not in this case. Okay. Well, that's very scathing. So anyway, so if he's not, scared, no, no. head coach of Leeds, he must have some credibility. So, so he bona fides must be okay, somewhat. So why, why hasn't he signed a five-year deal? Well, I think that they are taking a wait-and-see situation because oh, they are in because, the relegation. Last time I yeah. looked, which was a few days ago, mm. relegation zone is a genuine threat for, for Leeds. So wait-and-see equals flexible. Mm. When you see that, mm. what do you think they are? Just you know the capability oh. of me. What do you think they're thinking? <laughs> I think that they are uncertain about their future, and they're uncertain about his viability as a long-term prospect of Leeds. There's and, no doubt about and that. And perhaps
3: they're thinking this. Mm. Perhaps they're thinking this. And Harvey wait, also. Wait, wait, yes. Wait, perhaps they're thinking this. Mm. Let's see if somehow we can stay up. Yes. And if we do, don't tie ourselves to this bloke because if we stay up, we're having a real, we're having oh, a massive. Oh, hang
4: on! If all of a sudden things turn around for them and they not only stay up but show a bit of promise, then uh, Harvey might, might. Go up the order. or they order. might
3: already have their eyes on someone else, Keith.
4: Postacoglu, yeah, possibly.
3: Hey, Andy, anyway, we're at Berry Boom W, sale yes. events on today, all the way through until Sunday. Yes. Come down, say good day to the crack team down here, and uh, you never know what you might drive out in.
4: That's right. A uh, uh, the NBA's back, do you know that after the all star break? The NBA is back in action, as too was last night with the uh. Asia Cup qualifiers, and I went down to, uh, I didn't actually, we were calling it from a studio hub, Uh, so that, you know, it's a a bit of a blow, but very nice crowd at the State Basketball Centre. There Mm. would have been close to 3,000 people there to see it, and uh, against a game where, when we played Bahrain a few weeks ago, or actually a couple of months ago, 54 we won by, but Mm. Bahrain actually came very strong, Andy they yeah. they perform remarkably but yep. australia was still able to able to uh, get the impressive win yeah, good. but it was um it was just interesting to see where this whole asian qualifying is at 8351 it was live on uh, espn who do a wonderful job of covering covering the hoops uh, but uh, but Is this yeah. an
3: ad? Are you doing an ad now or are you going to tell us something that we need to know?
4: Well, I was going to tell You're you. you just saying
3: that it was on and it was
4: on ESPN. Are you going to tell us something about it or not? I'm going to tell you that Todd Blanchfield was the leading scorer with 20 <laughs> okay, points. So and Ham... Isaac Humphries had the 18. All right. Let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. With all due
3: respect to Toddie and Isaac. Yes. If you were to pick uh, Australian uh, teams. Yes. From the firsts to the seconds to the thirds to the fourths. <laughs> what team are they
4: Oh, that's a bit... No, I don't they're like terrific hoopers.
3: They're great basketballers, and they represented brilliantly last night, and we mm. thank them for their
4: service. Yes. We thank them for their service. We do. But are they in the Australian second 11? Oh, there'd be a few in there that... But Nick Kaye was an Olympian. He's a good player. He's got a bronze medal around he's his He's playing neck. up in Japan or somewhere, isn't he? He is. And in no, the no, team that's, that's, a that's a in the... Move. I think they're currently third or second he's in the, the Jap- Japanese league. So, uh, um, yeah, so he's... So, don't be overly critical of this no, no. squad.
3: I'm just asking your question. I'm, I'm asking could, your question. If for some reason you're not giving me an answer,
4: I, I don't like to put, put labels on things, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say this, oh, though. Is that right, Keith? Can I say this? <laughs> yes, please. Bahrain's <laughs> got a bit of work to do.
3: Have <laughs> they now? Right. Parade. <laughs> right. Right. have got, got a, bit. a bit of work right. to do. <laughs> there you
4: go. Right. <laughs> because they... Um... Oh. <laughs> they tried, tried very hard. Right. <laughs> and they right. did. For periods here, they, they outscored no, no, no. us. In, Andy, they held us to five points in the third quarter. Well, that's 17 a... to five. What? They outscored us by 12 oh, in the first quarter. Well, that's embarrassing. But, uh, no, they've got they've got some work to do, but they've made <laughs> tremendous strides forward. Barone's got a bit of work to do. <laughs> that is the quote of the week. In fact, that may be the run home
3: quote of the year. That no, may be no, there they at 14 minutes past three, on the 24th of February, our best work for this year may have already been done. I don't know whether we're going to get much more out of us than that. Billy's, Billy's in very jump, jump, uh, jump on the open line. No, and Jump a, on the down. Before we get on... Yes, please. And I, this is an ad
4: because it's important. Oh. And I need to say this because on Sunday we play... Oh, who are we playing on Sunday? We play Kazakhstan. Oh. Now, now, Andy, they are still in the mix. They are still in the mix. In the mix for they, what? They, if they beat us, they can still qualify. No, well, Kazakhstan <laughs> used
3: to be part of the Russian, the Soviet Union. That's so, right. So we know that there are some outstanding players. Are, that's that. what I'm saying. So, so, no, I'm not going to. Three try.
4: o'clock on uh, on ESPN. <laughs> it's on, and it's also at the state. If you, if you can get out to the state basketball center, yeah. and support this Australian team. No, that's well, I'm glad mm. you
3: did that. Uh, jump on the play King Island's Pure Links golf courses. In fact, we'd love your company today. Seriously we would. We're going to whip our way through our key takeaways from the practice games that have been rolling around. We were down at Caninia Park last night, saw a very polished Geelong just put Hawthorne to the sword. And then today in very difficult conditions in Melbourne, I've seen a fair bit of the North Richmond and a lot of the Carlton Collingwood game. Didn't, get to, the, didn't <laughs> get to see much of the didn't get to see much of the Sydney Brisbane game. But if you've got some takeaways... Go Yep. If you've seen, thanks, Roderick, if you've seen anything from any of these games so far that you want to be the first one, the first one in 2023 to put something on the record yep. from these games that we've seen so far, yep. today's your opportunity to do it. Billy's in Berwick, quarter past three, jumped, in fact, just around the corner. William, good afternoon to you.
4: Top of the afternoon to Radar and gatey. Thank you, Will. Welcome to town, my friends. It's beautiful a, out here. Uh, what a day! Good. It's a bit and but it's it's beautiful. Tree lined princess hole way out the
3: front. It's I think that's a princess Hall. Mm. I'm not sure what it is, but it's lovely, mm. lovely. Uh, Billy, what have you a got for place.
5: us, fellas? I've got some first hand information. There's some current EPL managers uh, that are as nervous as a mouse in a biology class.
2: <laughs> Why right. is
5: that, Billy? Well,
2: uh, like what? There's, there's some very, very
5: big underperforming, and I think David Moyes. I've actually got a relative that's uh, big in England. Um, Antonio Conti of Tottenham mm.
0: is, is on shaky ground. And there is a big-named Australian that's uh, in discussions with a few of the clubs there. Is so that right? Later,
5: the Ands could be travelling down mm. the, uh, the freeway.
3: Well, look... We went with a story the other day. You went with a My snout is basically, he he said what he said the other day and he he, he put two clubs in front of me, Leeds Mm. and Nottingham Forest. But after the Leeds story broke a few hours afterwards, he said, listen, don't be put off by that. I know you're going to get a bit of buyback here, Mm. but he will be in England next year. He will be coaching in England next year. You'll look like a genius. Don't worry
4: about it. Everything's going to well, be okay. So you've broadened it, and this you is broadened the, it no, now, have so you? not. he has. I'm only, reporting, so not, I'm you're, only you're, reporting what I was told, man. I'm not making it up. You no, know, but you were locked in. You, I know you do your research. You're an A-grade journo. And, well, I did not uh, that far. And uh, you are, Andy. No I'm,
3: no, I'm not, but thank you.
4: Even though uh, Robbo, I saw a clip of Robbo just giving oh, you I'm... a clip a few years ago. But, Andy, you, <sighs> you, you, you came out with... With Leeds. <laughs> well, you said it was going to be leads, and yeah. we took you on, on face value. Hey, Billy, and you a, were wrong
3: because you're not doing your job. You're just quoting sort of mindless people on Twitter. Uh, there's a $50 La Cabra voucher coming your way, Billy. Mm. The goat of the Mexican, uh, Melbourne Mexican uh, food landscape, La Cabra. Mm. I love it. Love everything about it. It
4: is Mexican food. Superb. All you know, you're not big on beans. I, I don't like the beans, but I like, I like most of the other stuff. A lot, of bean, stuff. lot of... I need the mild stuff, though. The the, the, the real fiery. <sighs> That'll uh, repeat on you. No, you are a bit soft. Not at the Cabra, by the way. That They well, I'm sure do they've a, got a magnificent got... job.
3: No, they can, add yeah, this, they can add a bit of spice to it if you want. A nice
4: taco. If that's what you
3: <laughs> 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 Trades out for Ace Gardeners Australian, mate.
4: burrito with the brown rice.
3: Built to last. Chicken. <laughs> Burrito just with brown rice. No, with oh, the chicken. No, with the
4: chicken. A bit of guaca. Delicious. And, uh, that. Um, what's the white? It's not mayonnaise. What is it? Oh, Sour cream. That's the one.
3: We're at Berry boom w. The sale event is on today through until Sunday. Make sure you come and have a look. We're also got the great team with us at Blunston. And Foxtel. I don't think we've been giving you the chance to be the Caller of the Week uh, for your uh, opportunity to win the trip with us down to King Island. Uh, You and two mates, flights, accommodation, rounds of golf, beautiful golf courses. Fly out Sunday, come home Tuesday, 5th to the 7th of March. Uh, So clear the door if you can. James from Karen Downs, Tim on the road and Brett from Baldwin. You three are in the running to be this week's Caller of the Week. We'll add one more caller today and draw the winner between 5.30 and 6 o'clock. Mm. So Julio's going to join us to do that, this week's winner. And next week's Drawn on Wednesday, we'll play one another in a special quiz on Thursday to see who will win the trip to King Island. So well,
4: there's going to be a playoff. That,
3: that is extraordinary.
4: A playoff. I'm nervous already. And a quiz like I'll ask the questions and well, they'll provide I think, the answers. I think, I think Julio should ask the quiz. No chance. Right, okay, you, if, if ever right. someone takes the quiz off my hands, right. ta-da. All the very I best. I like the way that's playing
3: out. In the meantime, so, mm. so we've got a full board of calls here. And every single one of you, if you are a golfer and that way inclined and can clear the diaries, you are going to be in the running.
4: Well, I played golf today. You in you Congratulations. Challenge. We played. There was the three of us. And, uh, you played with Devin Smith. I did. And my glory-filled days. Can he hit a golf ball? Well, that's magnificent. He plays off plus two, I think he said. Yeah. Plus two. Yeah, that's good golf. That That's means very, you need at least two bogeys in two, order to square the card. No, as no, two birdies. Per, two, birdies. birdies. Two, two birdies. Yeah, two birdies and yeah. you've squared the car. You're given the core shots. That's right. Yeah. And uh, Anthony Gurkowitz, who is the... Uh, Gherkenmeister. The, the Gherkenzola. He's from... Uh, we were there representing Mizuno. What a wonderful golf club they make. But can
3: I also just say that given the fact that TaylorMade are great supporters of the radio station, <laughs> uh, Mizuno might make a very nice stick, but uh, the TaylorMade equipment, <laughs> he's uh, hey, I'm sure they do a terrific job practice. as well don't you worry about that, I'm sure they the do stealth, a terrific oh, the stealth range, mm. elite hey, you know what, Mizuno has can got we... mm.
4: got new golf balls that are
3: out, so have Taylor so Mayes oh, yep, that's true, yeah. Shane's on the ro- if Mizuno want to spend some money, we'll talk about him okay. Shane's on the road, uh, good afternoon to you, Shano.
1: how you going, boy? <laughs> good,
4: mate, well, I was <laughs> going okay, but maybe not so well much uh, anymore <laughs> what do you got for us, Shano?
1: Well,
0: I've been a Swan supporter all my life and I've watched uh, a fair few of their practice matches, which
5: amount to absolutely zero. But um, after, today, after today's efforts, uh, they are either poorly coached from the coaches what? down because we still haven't learned to uh, have a running game on the outside and our delivery into the forward line
4: is the worst I think I've sanded in 20 years.
6: Wow. And here's my
4: prediction. Go on. Here's yep. my prediction. By round seventeen, John Longmire gets the sack. Oh, that's No, outrageous. that's uh, that's that is, in terms of he's a boldness got, a boldness rating that is a, that is a fifteen out of ten. No, there is no Shane, I, I So it's not, a very early days to be starting to think about firing coaches and I got been by forty five points today. They uh, did, by, but, by
3: Brisbane. Which which is compl- hey, listen. Admir- Don't worry about it. Don't be mm. reading too much into these games at footy.
4: No. Do not. As a Hawthorne fan, no. Do not. You do not
3: <laughs> want to do that. But Shane saw stuff today that he didn't like the look of. And Brisbane at Moore Park got hot. Ho-
1: and hold you know what it. it
4: is? It's common. And I think Shane represents this with a lot of clubs. It's a pace of play. I think when you right now, if your team's not playing that uh, somewhat daring football, and uh, then fans get a little upset if it doesn't work out. When the real stuff starts, you know what fans want? Wins. Thank you. Mm.
3: Sean's in North Downing on 28 past three. Good afternoon to you, Seanie.
4: Hello, gentlemen. You well? Very well. Hey, thank Sean. You. Great to hear your voice. All right. So there's a golf trip on the
6: trip. So let's get into some kangaroo action.
2: Yes. Jeez.
6: That boy, Sheezle, if oh, he doesn't a win player. the NAB Rising Star, I would be very surprised. If you watch today's game, mm. silky smooth, ready for the level, barely getting going. Sean, I
3: watched a bit of it today. Uh, mm. You know the great. You know what I love about it? And I hope the game doesn't knock the edges off him here. He tries stuff. He mm. tries things that that are outside the the kind of playbook. He'll try and kick things off. He'll try and kick the footy off the ground. into. He, he's got a... I think That's his good, footy, isn't it? His, oh, I think it is. His mm. footy IQ. I don't know. I, we all watch him play a bit of under 18 footy and we're excited about what he's going to bring. And North have got a real ripper there, Sean. But... Um, he so other than what laying that out there, I don't know too much about him. But he does look to be one of those kids who's got a natural instinct for the game, mm. and has got a brain that seems mm. to be ticking quickly when it's all happening out there. Mm. Um, he's got a brain that seems well, to that's be. Well, that's true. But as I
4: have said to you a little before we went on the air on this day last year mm. we were sitting in these exact chairs yes and on the way here i heard david uh, king speak in just the most glowing of terms of jason Orn francis and how he's going to turn that all club around well he, he, now he still might do that with another the organization first half, that's right yes so he still might be a high quality but well he, he is he's going to be a high quality player but just you know just keep your powder dry, okay, I
3: reckon. But if you want to go hard, go hard, and go early, do it after the latest from the news. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. A a rag, a out for uh, Ace Gardens, Australian built to last. We are down at Berwick BMW, and we're going to keep telling you about this. Sale so of well, on I'll, today I'll, until Sunday.
4: Later on, as you know, I've been driving an electric car. It's not a BMW, it's an, an MG, yep. so I'll just for, be no, 100% yep, transparent. Yep. And the driving experience in the electric car and the MG is, it's even if you couldn't give a rat's about the environmental values and all those other things that go along with an electric car, even if you cared nothing about it, the driving experience is something that you really need to uh, have a crack at to appreciate. Now, you've got to do that for the very first time today I'm in a top-of-the-range BMW. Which, which
3: the IQ, I think it's called the IQ, the IQ, the 1Q, the QI. I'll get the name of it right in a minute. We took it for a drive before. If we get a couple of minutes later, can we talk? We we'll, we'll take some calls. Mm. I don't know how many people, what percentage of people have driven EVs out there, but it is an experience. It is, it is an
4: experience. Something to. Uh, can
3: you put that not... in your book? And we'll get back to that a bit well, later. Book's full, whether. Yeah, no, no, it's not. That's far from being full. <laughs> Lee is in Sunbury, has jumped on the uh, open line for uh, a <laughs> King Island's Pure Links golf courses. Good afternoon to you, Lee.
5: Uh, hi guys, I've got a bit of a challenge for Gazy on my prediction. I predict the yes, Hawks will lose 10 games minimum by 100 points
4: minimum. 100 points! <laughs> Good Lord, no, I think that's uh, a highly pessimistic. Oh, I don't think. Are you a Hawthorne fan, Lee? I'm a Carlton fan, a long-suffering Carlton. Right. Carlton. Okay. No, well, I can understand why you're you hoping for pain and suffering to the Mighty Hawks because <laughs> we have been very, very successful. So, But I think that although it, it, there were there were still glimpses of some really good stuff going on with the Hawthorne Football Club yesterday. And I, I don't know the uh, end a couple of nice passages of play. There was. There was. I know, oh, I agree. I've and seen. I guess every team can, you know, you're just looking at the positives. I but did. it was against Geelong who... Uh, just so well organised. Ten hundred point that, losses. I don't know a lot about the strategy that goes on, because but when you're actually there and you see them, the way in which they organise themselves and how they organise themselves defensively as opposed to how Hawthorne organised themselves defensively, mm-hmm. it was noticeably yep. different. Yep. And, and, yeah, the other stuff, the transition footy and we might get caught out. We all know that sometimes you get caught out. But this is, I'm talking about... When they were actually going in there, it seemed like Geelong were able to find targets, and they always seemed like they seem like they had more players on the field. They're
3: very good. Ronnie's in Bendigo. Uh, we got a couple of calls before we get to a break. I think John O'Rourke is John O'Rourke joining us, the Richmond president. After the break, I think he might be. Uh, Ronnie, good afternoon to you. They Ronnie, jump good afternoon on. to you. you uh, good day, Radar. Good day, Gazy. Uh, happy Friday, boys. Hey, uh, Ronnie. To you too, Ronnie. Uh, Ronnie. Ra- 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 Radar.
5: Radar. Um, might be a bit early here but uh take it to the bank uh oliver holland to play at least 10 afl games this year
0: he was
4: outstanding today Yep,
3: yeah. yeah i, I love the look. so it's a go hard go early friday i don't think you've gone quite hard enough ronnie you could have gone Ten,
4: i think it's conservative go it? hard
3: go early the kid looks a beauty he mm. looks again made to play the game good footy iq runs hard both ways uh he, uh he's a player that's going to play a lot of footy at the level, Ronnie. Uh, we'll keep an eye on him. Robbie is in Albury. Good afternoon to you, mate. G'day, lad. Uh, Murray, Gazi. Love the show. Now, Gazy,
1: Gazy, I love you, mate. I've got Thank a, you. I just caught the back end of you talking about the Bahrain-Australia basketball game. Yes, I, I commentated it last up. night.
4: Mm.
5: Yeah, and I thought, geez, it must have been a cricket score. So I, I had a deep dive into the score. Mm. And I think a comment said Bahrain have got a bit of work to do. Did we have mm. a team on in the third quarter? Bahrain have outscored us 19-7. to 7. Yes. How much work have we got to do?
4: Well, that's true. We had a nice comfortable lead, though, at uh, the halftime break. We outscored them 27-5 to 5 in the second. It was so... the Australian fifths. It, it was one where – you're right, though. We looked – poor. we couldn't throw – I think yeah, a, we were a, one yeah. of 16 from the field. Yeah,
3: but you've got to remember
4: Bar- – Andy, one of 16. Yeah, Bahrain's always been strong in the Premiership quarter. <laughs> no. They've well,
3: always been strong after halftime. all, No, nice work, no uh, but,
4: but this is a team of guys that are emerging. It's uh, Nick Kaye is really the, the high-profile marquee guy. Nathan Sobey is an Olympian. So there was a few – plays, Andy. You weren't there. Stop screwing up your nose. Gary's in Murrumbuna. Good afternoon to you, Gaz. Oh, okay. Okay
0: Andy. How are you going? <laughs>
4: Gaz, uh, going well.
0: Good, the, the first bit I'm going hard at that Swan
5: support. I watched the pracky match. It's a Cracky match, and he's was not long my yes. nice for Spot God's on. sake. Spot on. But one thing that stood out was a kid from the uh, category, category B rookie. Yep. Wool Edwards. 197, 100 kgs. So it's two, uh,
3: 20, uh, 20 metres and 2.88 elite she wins two meters,
4: so he's about six seven. Wow, yep.
3: powerful! Uh, mm. How much of the game did he play today, Gaz? I think he played most because we didn't have righto. a Hickey didn't
0: play, and had another young kid, McAndrew, playing his first game. So. Okay,
3: righto, righto. No, no. Well, there's so we a good one for and us. Held his own. Good right. on you, mate, Will Edwards. Let's put yep. him down in a little footy black book. I didn't see any of that game today, so uh, I'm very, very keen. Will Edwards is a name that I will uh, spend some time. Uh, uh, investigating. Mm. Thanks for letting us know all about it. Pete mm. is just uh, soaking up the sunshine and having a wonderful time in Doreen. Uh Good afternoon to you, mate.
5: Uh, uh, boys, well, I am. I'm driving in the traffic on the Western Ring Road, so I'm not soaking oh, up. I'm soaking no, up. No, a... no.
3: Oh, yes. Well, Hang, in there, mm. Hang in there, mate. Hang in there. yes, and drive safely. I heard Cornsy and uh, Kingy hanging on Gagey this morning about
5: meek <laughs> in all uh, Australia contention, I'm going to make a prediction, and I'm an Essendon man, Menzies will play first round, and he'll kick
3: 40-plus goals. Mm. Giant Menzies, righto. Play
4: first round and kick 40. Mm. I didn't hear King in that uh, this morning, because I was out there doing some charity work for the uh, wonderful uh, Challenge Cancer organisation. But um, my prediction, bold prediction, very bold. You didn't have it that high on the... uh, I said it was a 7 or 8. Is that that he would be in All-Australian, spoken about. I didn't say he was going to make the All-Australian team. No. I you did not say that.
3: You didn't even say he was going to make the, the squad. squad. I said he'd
4: be on the fringe. he be part of the conversation. Will he be in the squad? No. That's or, right. Won't he? Just oh, some of... going well, Lloyd. Yeah, Lloyd. Well, don't on. be surprised if Lloyd meet that, that sort of that, conversation. Thank you.
3: Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. So that's thank So you. just in case you heard Kingy. and Cornsy today Mm. on Fireball Friday without having heard Gazy the other day. That was the context in which it was delivered. Hey, Pete. Pete's not going home empty-handed.
4: Not at all. He's going to go and uh, spend some time at the La Cabra uh, Melbourne's... It's the goat of Melbourne Mexican food. La Cabra, and he's going to be uh, there with a $50 voucher on us. So tuck well, into a margarita or, or a little the taco. Way, the way we're throwing
3: uh, freebies out at moment, you want to make sure you book to get a table down there. We've given away about 12 and a
4: half grand's it's, worth of vouchers.
3: It's 21 minutes to four. Nick Livingston's got the boss of the AFLW. There's been some oh, massive yes. changes in this caper mm-hmm. uh, from a draft perspective uh, from the start of the priority signing period and a pretty significant change to the draft. Uh, coming up for this year. We'll talk to the boss of the AFLW about that on the other side of this. Man, if you don't come down to Berwick BMW, even for just the company and a nice drive, and when you're down here, just have a look at these beautiful machines that are on sale uh, right across the weekend. It's already started, runs through until Sunday, the big sale event on down here at Berwick at BMW. It's a legitimate
4: sale too, so I don't think you can come in here on the Monday after the sale's finished it and just say, hey, hey, hey. They play fair. There's a deadline. There's a deadline. You need to be here by the so end of business on Sunday. So if, you uh, if you're interested in a lovely, lovely BMW. And there are some very exciting models and shapes well, Nicole, that we see the cars. Nicole Livingston will look magnificent in a Berwick BMW, mm.
3: the GM of women's footy. It's been a big week for the AFLW with some seismic stuff going on and the boss has been good enough to join us. Oh, excuse me. G'day, Nick. How are you?
2: Very well, thank you. Let's talk about AFLW in a split second. How many BMWs has Moneybag Gaze bought? While he's there. <laughs> no, yes. no, 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 I.
4: Uh, no, I don't. I wish I could though. Know, it's a a, a wonderful, wonderful car vehicle that they're presenting here. <laughs> he
3: doesn't part. He doesn't yeah, part yeah. with his. He doesn't part with his uh, no. the dollars that freely. I don't no, have, have any like, like you. you know, days, well. I know
2: him. You know him.
3: <laughs> hey, geez, it's been a big week, and it's uh, more news today yeah. about um, the evolution of the drafting structures that are that are um, existing in AFLW. It's been a big week for the league.
2: Yeah, it has been a big week. So we've been really pleased to make some announcements this week that as we work our way towards Season 8, it gives our uh, 540 players and those new players that may enter the league uh, later in the year just some surety. So um, we've been able to finalise the terms of the player movement period. So that kicks off... Uh, next week, the first of March, um, with a, a new priority signing period, and uh, that is um, giving our last four expansion clubs in Essendon, Hawthorne, Port Adelaide, and the Sydney Swans uh, some ability to, to have some movement in their lists to be able to attract players. And it's uh, as I know you know, Andy, there's a scale in terms of what clubs can uh, have how many yep. players taken from them, but it's about competitive balance of now an 18-team competition and a National League.
4: Well, so, hang yeah. on, but Nicole, on that, is, like we were trying to go through it, and, and I guess the first one is, well, how much of an incentive is this for it, and, and actually how much will they do? Because to, to try and wedge a, a player out of a particular team, uh, it's going to be difficult mm-hmm. anyway. And two, uh, is it is it really just... Robbing Peter to pay Paul because you you you're not really expanding the the, the pool. You're just taking from uh, one club and giving to another.
2: But we're also moving talent around to be able to have the league more competitively balanced. So um, you will you will know um, Drew given um, following yeah. W that we had some pretty big scorelines in season seven. Um, so we want to make sure that any club can win at any time. You know some of those results, as you know, um, you know Crows versus GWS ninety seven to one. Uh, that Melbourne West case game was 78-point was differential. So we want to try to make sure that, you know, those top four clubs as well that have been uh, really in our grand final or in our finals for the last few years, that we haven't mm. been able to dislodge any players from there, that, that we actually start to have a more competitively balanced competition.
3: Nicole, how, much, how prevalent in all of that, um, and, you know, there, there's, there's, something, there's obviously something understandable about, about what, what you just explained as a theory, but... In terms of the fabric of clubs, like Collingwood supporters mm. have grown to love Chloe Malloy. She's become, for little girls who have attached themselves to the Collingwood AFLW program, Chloe Malloy, there's a lot of number two jumpers that you see at Collingwood Games down there at Vic Park. And yet she gets a huge offer to go to Sydney and you can understand why she's taken it. Was there, and we're going to see, you know, another 12 of those before this is done, I'm sure. Um, how much of a, was that a conversation about messing with the fabric of what these clubs have already established.
2: The fabric is very new though, Andy. So yes, I agree with you. We've had uh, seven years, six years and seven seasons. And, you know, people have got used to seeing particular players wearing particular Guernseys uh, and playing for particular clubs. But as this competition starts to evolve and we had a 94% pay increase for season seven, it means that there are more opportunities for players to actually make a living out of football. Uh, When we first started, they were state-based drafts and we did that protecting the players because obviously the wage, uh, I think in that first year, the average wage was something like $8,000. So, um, you know, from a tier system point of view, now um, we have players on the current CBA, which is being renegotiated, earning $71,000. And that's, almost 72, that's without any of the um, service agreements that they could have with clubs or employment opportunities. So Mm. to actually have these opportunities now in a league that is maturing and growing and, and, you know, to have more opportunities. So that's the other announcement we made today was that for the first time, players can actually tick a national box. If they want Mm. to be available for any of the 18 clubs in the upcoming draft, they can tick that national box and they're available to be able to move, move around to any of the 18 clubs.
4: So, so just uh, so we get a bit of understanding of it, that previously, what was the the situation that you uh, you had to be in that state, or in mm. order to be drafted to a, a team in that state?
2: Yeah, we had a couple of exceptions that took place in the last couple of years. Obviously, Montana Ham uh, was Victorian and she uh, selected to uh, move up to Sydney, so that went through a list committee and was approved. And prior to that, we had Charlie Robottom, who was Victorian and asked to, to go up to the Gold Coast. 'Cause her grandparents are up there and she's a surf lifesaver as well and she wanted to have another experience. So previously, if you are a Victorian player and you've come through the pathways of Victoria, you needed to nominate for that that state based draft. So likewise, you know, WA you could you could nominate for West Coast or, or Fremantle. But now you can actually tick the box for the upcoming draft. Uh, and be considered for any of the 18 clubs.
3: Have you been given any indication, Nicole, as to how many players will ac- access that the national pool option?
2: Not yet. Um, draft nominations have not opened yet. And we think that this draft for going into season eight will actually be a relatively small draft, given that we had two seasons last year. And in season seven, we actually had seventeen-year-olds for the first time playing AFLW, which we've now c- closed that loophole. So you need to be eighteen to play. Um, so w- the talent pool for this season eight draft effectively will be the same talent pool as season seven. So it will be a smaller draft this coming season, um, but then season nine's draft will go back to you know regular programming and be a much bigger draft with the talent that's come through on offer. <sighs>
4: Hey, Nick, and I like it. I like some of the adjustments you're making. It seems like a a natural maturing of the competition and and how you're uh, making those calls. Uh, Just on something uh, that's interesting to me as well, with all this talk about the expansion into Tasmania and the new venue Mm. and the AFL going there, is the AFLW completely aligned with that? So if a a new team comes into Tasmania, does that automatically Mm. mean that there'll be a new AFLW team coming into the competition as well?
2: If it was successful, yes, it's a a club licence. So the club licence at the moment, um, obviously with 18 teams in the final expansion that we've taken place, every club has an AFL and AFLW licence. So if it is successful in Tasmania, yes, it is AFLW as well.
3: And last one before I let you go, speaking of stadiums, uh, how big was the news out of um, Sydney today with the New South Wales government partnering with the AFL and tipping in 15 million bucks to develop that show ring oval at uh, Moore Park, which is going to be used not only for the Sydney Swans, but grassroots through to elite level development of women's footy. That, That could easily be overlooked, but that seems like a fairly significant announcement.
2: Thank you for picking it up, Andy. It is a game changer to have that government um, in New South Wales invest into the show ring. This is going to be a game changer for football in New South Wales, for the Swans. It is... I don't know if you've been there, the new training facility of the Swans is the best going around. It's absolutely incredible. Uh, And now to be able to just walk down the street, and it's almost like having a procession through the main square to walk down to the show ring and play a game, it's going to be incredible, and it is a game changer for women's football and football in New South Wales.
3: It's heading in in some uh, bright new directions in a real hurry, women's footy. Uh, Nick, thanks for joining us, and uh, we can't wait to see what the Mm. signing period looks like, and I can't wait to see how many players tick that national pool box. It's going to be quite something. Thanks for joining us on the show. Thanks, guys. All the best. Nicole Livingston, GM of women's Game
4: Week. changer, Andy.
3: Well, it's a big deal, Keith. It's seven minutes to four.
4: This one, this is, gonna, this is really bold stuff, by me. This, this I mean, is bold. This is a player game. that's only played 15 games. He's come across to a, a wonderful organisation. <laughs> and I would say that Lloyd Meek, I'm going to say that he's going to be in consideration. Now, he won't necessarily make it, but he'll be in the conversation for uh, All-Australian. But beg your pardon? All-Australian. All
1: Australian. It it? It it? <laughs> right, you win. The The, the segment is here. Dumbest and I've heard this week, or dumb shizen yeah. I heard this week, Andrew yeah. Gaze, our first nominee king. Well,
3: the first nominee. I mean he's the reason we are having this segment. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. shit.
1: If, is if, it gonna be
3: hard to beat? If Meek makes the squad of forty, I'll, I will I will personally buy Andrew Gaze a new set of Callaways
4: and I'll and I'll find a way to get him on the Royal Melbourne to try him out.
3: That that yeah. that, that is not gonna happen. Mm. That that is no. That, that's what? one we can discard, I think, almost immediately. So that,
4: that's why we're having this segment. Gazy, thank you for this. <laughs> Shies into the year already. Mate, now, see, one. he didn't listen, did he? I never said he was going to be in the squad. No, well, he has listened. I did not say he was going to be in the squad. No, I he... said that he'd be in that conversation. Well, should we consider him? Gee, he's had a mighty fine season. <laughs> But no, not quite there. Well, they're That's all I said. No, that's
3: right. Is he going to be in the mm. conversation regarding the forty
4: plus at plus, some stage? If i if i if he's putting out the offer and it does come to fruition that my man Lord Meek gets there, you'll have some tailor mates. No, there'll be some mizo- brand spanking blades. Will be jumping in. You don't play with blades, mate. I'm getting blade, that no, good. Don't, don't have blades. I'm you, getting you, that no, no. good that the blade might need no, to fit my never. game. Never. Never? Never will you be that good. Probably not.
3: John O'Rourke doesn't need to be listening to this. He is no. a... I've looked at John. I didn't know... I, I had a look at John's CV, uh, knowing that he's coming on the show, the new Richmond Footy Club president. By Jiminy, has he done some things in his life, particularly in the world it's of not sport? not so much. I know
4: that. <laughs> right. Spending a lot of nights in boardrooms right. with late nights, I'd imagine. With the top button undone at <laughs> the going, tie and down, And looking at your watch and having to listen <laughs> to all sorts of rubbish. <laughs> the new Richmond president who takes over from
3: one of the great... Uh, stewards of the Richmond Footy Club, Peggy O'Neill, has been good enough to join us. Hey, John,
0: thanks for your time. Uh, no worries, Andy. Good to be here.
3: How, how does a new president, do you do you, get, do you start getting a bit anxious and a bit twitchy and a yes. bit looking forward to it? We know the players and the coaches and supporters certainly feel that way. You've been on the board for seven or eight years now and stepping into the president's chair for the first time this year. Do you start to get a bit, the butterflies start um, sort of circulating a bit inside you?
0: Well, I do. I guess not so much from the board perspective because I have been around for uh, quite a while. But certainly in terms of the footy program, it's an exciting type of, time of year. Everyone's up and about and optimistic. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait for round one, like like all our members. When the footy club
3: goes on a pretty ambitious recruiting spree like it did last year and targets a couple of... Big-name players, the likes that, that you did, and we saw them today. They're both going to be magnificent acquisitions, particularly Opera and Toronto. What's the board's role in all of that, John?
0: Uh, look, we've got, we've got tremendous faith in our list management team and have over many years, you know, led by Blair Hartley. So, you know, it, it's, their, it's their job, and they'll keep us informed of big decisions like that. But, you know, they've been very measured over the years, and, you know, we, we were very deep into the draft, uh, in the prior two years. So, you know, when, when when the opportunity came to secure those players, yeah, we were informed. But, you know, it's their call and uh, and they make it work.
4: Hey, John, uh, I also, uh, through courtesy of Brendan Gale, I think it was on one of our programs he was talking about the issue and the, uh, uh, the situation at the MCG for your members. I didn't realise that Collingwood had this preferential treatment for their members and their away members get to uh, have the reserve seating that uh, that normally is accustomed to members of other tenants at the mcg seems like a, a i wasn't aware of it seems like a very awkward situation uh how important is it for you to try to rectify that that type of arrangement with the with your uh venue
0: Okay, you' so not not to get in a spat with Collingwood, I think we can leave that till round two at the MCG. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. right? Yes. Look, look, you know they've had an historic arrangement with uh, with the MCG. I mean, it's been in place for 25 years, and I, and I understand the history and why that deal was done in terms of uh, Collingwood, you know, tenancy at the MCG. But you know, it's coming to an end, and and I think the point Brendan has made is is simply that. As it's come to an end, any new arrangements need to be fair to all, all tenant clubs, and, and for us, particularly as a as a big club with a, over 100,000 members, to deliver you know value for money products. To we you know we want the same inventory at our home games, and, and we think yeah. all you know, tenant clubs should have that. So uh, you know I'm I'm hopeful that Brendan and uh, the MCG, and, and I'm sure Collingwood you know will express their views, but hopefully something can be can be worked out there that's fair uh, from 24 onwards. So, so without preempting
3: anything, John, does that does that look like, you know, Richmond wants what Collingwood's got, or ha- have you got a view as to how that one plays out?
0: Well, well, our view is pretty simple, and that is uh, for eleven home games. Um, you know, we should have the same inventory of products for our members, for all, and, and all tenant clubs should have it for those eleven home games, and currently. We have it for ten games, and we don't have it when we play Collingwood, and the same for you know a Hawthorne or a or a Melbourne. So, you know that that's that's what that's what we want. We think all clubs should have that that basic right uh, for their home games uh, for our members to sit in 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 mm. their seat. Even uh, you know, to us, that's just fair. Now, let's say Colling, Colling, Collingwood had um, historic you know a deal there, which supported their tenancy and coming from Victoria Park to the MCG. And they may, may want to, you know, deal again as to, as to their tenancy going forward. But we think it shouldn't be to the detriment of, of the other tenant clubs.
4: Absolutely. Mm, no, it seems uh, pretty fair. I'm it pretty sure... pretty uh, reasonable
0: to me, I would have
3: thought. Collingwood
4: yeah. may have a slightly different view. But uh, but that'll be interesting to see how that, played out, but that plays out and uh, in, in how you can take care of your own members. And speaking of Brendan Gale, Uh, a lot of talk about speculation of bigger picture thing for him too with the AFL any fears you might lose him to the AFL Uh, look uh, Brendan's been quite you know transparent with the board
0: in that he's he's in he's in the process Uh, I've got no insight as to how that process is playing out Um, you know all I know is Brendan's working incredibly hard for Richmond he's a passionate richmond man and uh you know until otherwise that's that's the case so uh you know we're not speculating on it we're just you know, going get, getting on with business as usual but brendan's got a you know a really full agenda with us this year mm.
3: why would he be good as a replacement for gillan mclaughlin john
0: look I, I think brendan would just be he's an outstanding leader and i, I I think in any job, any CEO position, you know, he's he's got a proven track record. He's a great leader of people. You know, he's nurtured an incredible culture at Richmond, uh, you know, over a long period of time. You know, we, we're united behind a, a clear vision and purpose that he's been, the, you know, the instigator of in many respects. So, um, you know, I think he'd be he'd be great in any organisation. But as I say, I, I don't have any insights to, you know, what the specifics are of what the AFL are looking for. I just know he's a great person. So neither
3: do I. Mm -hmm. So so you and I, uh, and I suspect you you know a bit more about what's required for these sorts of positions than I do. But to me, Johnny looks the perfect candidate. I mean, he looks for the time, uh, the, 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 the mood of the game, what that position needs, who'd be great to follow, Gillen. He looks perfect. And yet we feel like we've been through this kind of process that has gone through two or three sweeps searching for the right candidate. And I'm not sure they quite know who it is even still. Do you have a reason as to why, do you have even a gut feel as to why they haven't put their finger on Brendan Gale at this stage?
0: Look, I, I really don't, uh, Andy. I'm just not close to it and you know, I haven't wanted to focus on it really. And uh, yep. you know, As I say, we, <laughs> we know what Brendan's capabilities are in our organisation and that's all we, that's all we focus on really and yep. it'll be what it'll, it'll be on the other side of the fence.
4: Hey, from the outside looking in, and I guess no one really knows unless you're on the inside, but uh, Peggy O'Neill, she did a magnificent job with the football club and clearly you've got to have success along the way and that is a big part of it. Uh, but the way in which she conducted herself, to me, it was really understated and just let the others be front and centre. Your style, how, what are you trying to get out of this role that you're now going to play?
0: Yeah, look, I'd I'd like to think it's going to be similar, Gazi. I mean, yeah, Peggy's just an extraordinary person and and you're right about her selfless and stable uh, and always club-first attitude. And and, and the whole board was really looking for that continuity. Um, And, you know, we've got a great team of people. That's another great legacy that Peggy has left is she really put in good processes to keep getting really good directors onto our board with great skills. So, you know, we think as a collective we go forward with that same uh, understated approach. At the, at the same time, there's a lot of challenges, you know, behind the scenes. We we do have a full agenda and, you know, it's just very tough competition. We've got to keep innovating and looking for new opportunities to thrive uh, on, on and off the field if we're going to be successful. Talking to John O'Rourke, the new Richmond
3: president, it, it, one of the great um, advantages you've got, John, if I can bowl this up, is the fact that you've got Punt Road. It's so iconic and it's the DNA and it's, you know, it's, a, it's Richmond footprint. It's it's such a great uh, facility um, and real estate that the footy club's got. H- how hard is it going to be, uh, or if it is going to be difficult at all, to continue to provide the facilities that your men's and women's program need to thrive at a venue that is seemingly, you know, a bit a bit challenge for, for for land and space
0: yeah I, I think you're spot on in terms of the, the advantages of punt road you know it 's our, it's our history and it 's our home and it's it is in the most magnificent location and it 's clearly a key you know, attraction for players to to be in that any inner city location and so with that comes constraints because it is a small um, site and you know it's got it 's got heritage and uh, it's got traffic and it's got a lot of uh, issues that we have to deal with. But we we think um, a, a redevelopment there within those constraints is is worth it. It's 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 the best alternative for us to say, you know, this is our future. We want to stay here. So we've got a comprehensive redevelopment plan that um, you know optimises uh, the site. Uh, we think delivers you know better and improved uh, facilities for both men's but particularly for women's programs. Expand the capacity. But importantly, also um, uh, continue to grow and nurture our community programs. They've been so successful, and uh, you know, we're really bursting at the seams at Punt Road now. So, it's a big, it's a big project, though. It's a challenging project. So, um, uh, we've got planning approval for it. Um, you know, we hope to be underway later this year. But uh, it, it's a big financial task as well for the board to uh, to consider in the second half of this year. Well, what is it going to cost? It's a project of, you know, it's in it's in the order of 90 million dollars. Um, uh, we've got very good you know, initial funding support uh, on on the back of our community programs from federal and state governments, and the club's got a strong balance sheet, but you know, it it, it hasn't got that sort of capacity. So we're we're you know into the early stages of a of a fundraising campaign, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm optimistic that. Um, uh, our key stakeholders and supporters will, uh, will and members in, in the long run will get behind this uh, redevelopment.
4: We spoke to Damien Hardwick uh, yesterday. Was it yesterday? Mine's going a no, bit crazy. Yesterday. It was well, it yesterday. Was, yep, yep. And um, he has just been an incredible contributor to the club. He's contracted until the end of next season, I believe. Uh, At what point do you start to get involved in negotiations with him and talking about uh, his future? And in those conversations that I'm sure you've already had, do do, do you get the sense that he has a desire to continue to go on for the longer term?
0: Well, absolutely. I mean, I think from the board's perspective, we certainly hope so. I mean, Damien has just been... He's an icon of our our club now, but, you know... I, I. believe and, and the board believes he's really at the top of his game he's uh he's come back in a great refreshed state of mind he's got a great um, assistant coach and development coaching bench under him i think he's very excited by where the list is at for the for the you know next period so uh yeah look we're very fortunate to have him in you know, he's the best in the business as far as we're concerned so yeah we'll be we'll be keen to have those discussions and, and we normally do sort of well in advance of his Mm. of his uh, contract. Gaze was
3: very interested, John. He's clearly... he's backed away from asking this question. <laughs> but Gazy wants to know whether you've noticed a change in his demeanour <laughs> since he's been on the uh, medicinal cannabis.
0: <laughs> I, I, I didn't get to hear him uh, explain the virtues of that yesterday. I said right. a little bit about it today. But, no, that's that's, that's out of my pay grade, that one. It's, Fair uh, enough. It's working for him, that, uh, that's well mm-hmm. good. I know. We know that the family's got uh,
3: a long connection to the footy club. For, for you to be able to be, I mean, for, to be a director is is obviously a huge commitment and a great honour, but to step into the president's chair for a family, as part of a family that's had such a long history with the footy club, for the O'Rourke's, how, how significant was that?
0: Oh, look, it's a great privilege, of course, but, you know, I, I've been involved with the club um, behind the scenes for a long time now, really going back to... I guess when Brendan first started when when, you know, the club really needed to turn itself around and start thinking about some really long term strategic decisions to sort of get out of the uh, as Brendan described, the doom loop. So, um Yeah. You know, the, the, the presidency has come about, and uh, you know, so someone's got to do it. Uh, and the board thought that I would be best placed, and you know, have the capacity to take it on. But you know, really, I'm, 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 I'm a supporter. I just want to see the Tigers succeed, and uh, we just get on with the job, really. And last one from me, and this is
3: outside of the Richmond um, framework, for just for a minute. Colin Carter, a man I'm sure you, you know through your time in footy, has written a fantastic book, "Football's Forgotten Years," reclaiming the 26 years that he he claims and makes a compelling argument that the game that have been lost in the recording of the history of the game. I don't know where this is going to go, but I suspect if Colin has his way, it'll be put to a vote at some stage. If it does, whether the commission sees it, I'm not sure how it's going to play out, but. I don't know whether you've read the book, John. I don't know whether you're aware of the content of it or what it sort of proposes, but if it came to a vote that the history of the game should not start at 1896, that the recording of it should start at 1870, have you got a
0: personal position on that? Look, I I haven't read the book. Uh, Andy, I'm, I'm aware of it. Um, Craig Drummond, the Geelong president, uh, mentioned it to me uh, on, the, on the golf course a few weeks ago that it was yep. coming. And I'm sure if Collins uh, researched it and written it, uh, it, it would have merit to it. Um, I know Richmond had a couple of premierships in there as well through that time. So uh, if, maybe maybe we jump up from 13 a, a bit faster than our uh, strategic plan says. But <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll have a look at it and uh, and, and see what our board thinks
3: Right, well, next time we get you on, uh, hopefully you've read it and I'll ask you the question again, John. Thanks for coming on. We really appreciate it. Um, The footy club showed some signs today that it's going to be a force with which to be reckoned again in 2023. And uh, it's going to be another exciting year to be a Tiger. Uh, Enjoy the ride. Thanks for coming on the program.
0: No worries. Great Great to talk to you, Andy. Thanks.
3: You too. John O'Rourke, the new Richmond president. Uh, first two callers right now are going to win a Richmond Premiership pack. How good is that? What's
4: a Premiership pack?
3: 2023, it's a new chapter. The same story, the Richmond Footy Club. Joined today, the pack, Gazy, mm-hmm. you ask. Mm-hmm. It includes a new era cap, scarf, beanie, and Richmond Premiership Monopoly game. Winner must be able oh, to come wow. into SEN to collect the prize. So if you can get into SEN, which is down there in South Surf Bank. Melbourne. South Bank. I think Surf. we're rezoned as now, The The old, oh, it? consider it South mm-hmm. Melbourne, but... Apparently it's South Bank those
4: days. Okay, nice. But you've
3: got to be able to get there. And if you can, and you get go on the Tigers. line right now, thank you very much, <laughs> you're uh, You're going to pick that up. Uh, great to have John on the show. Right, go hard, go early Friday. We've seen a lot of practice games already. There's another one underway as we speak. St Kilda, Melbourne. I haven't seen a second of it. But make a big call based on what you've seen so far. We'll be going back to the bowl calls, are we? Go hard, go early Friday. I'm calling Go you.
4: hard, go early, but it's the same as what we we're doing the My other word.
3: day. Yes, it is. So
4: the sort of the bold.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rating, but, but no, no, not a not a wild prediction like Lord Meek, because you right. might change your mind after what you saw yesterday. But it's based on what you've seen from the practice games, right? Which have started uh, yesterday and, and have been running throughout the day and will continue to do so. Uh, where well, have the... only
4: seen one, Andy?
3: Well, will you just stay by, stand by, and listen to the callers come through then. We don't yeah. want to hear my one. you can you after the break. I do. Okay. <laughs> I bet you it's about Hawthorne. Uh, we're at Berry Boom W. The sale event is on now. There's people coming through the door they as are. they uh, head home from work. And you want to be very quick because uh, these units will move. Uh, the sale event has started today. It runs through until Sunday. Uh, great to have Berwick BMW on board, as it is with Blunston and their magnificent Rotoflex. Stability meets the freedom to move. Foxtel, footy live in 4K, Ultra HD, only on Foxtel. Give us a call. Those Richmond packs are there to be won. Keep ringing, Julio. 1-300-736-736. <laughs> no,
4: They're gone. Stop calling. he's <laughs> just a bit of time for <laughs> with our people back in the uh, 20, studio. The packs are gone. gone. It's 22 past four. He's got it!
5: Steven Gerrard just when he looked into and out of it and equalised for Liverpool with 90 minutes gone it's 3-3 in surely the best cup final of modern times everybody while the Greek supporters playing for a goal Beckham to take the 93rd minute at Old Trafford
4: Beckham ending to a very, very poor performance.
5: And he is a lucky manager, and he deserves the goal because Beckham has virtually played Greece on his own. What a curler.
3: Really sad wow. day in the world of sports broadcasting uh, overnight with the passing of John Motson, legendary football commentator over in the UK. Before there was Martin Tyler, there was John Motson, who, uh, for many of us, was the voice that provided the soundtrack to our earliest memories of watching the Premier League and uh, for a lot of us who grew up you know, in my generation uh, who have grown up loving English football um, and the World Cup for that matter John Watson, uh, will has left an indelible mark in our imagination and there'll be a lot of people sad at the news that um, he passed away overnight um, Tony's in, in Endeavour mm. Hills. It's already twenty
4: it's already nine past four. I don't it's, know where flying, this right. gone. it's beautiful. It's a great time
3: down here at Berry mm. BMW. The sale events on right now it runs there, through until Sunday. Mm.
4: Is there a better smell than a new car as well? Not many. Wow, it's not a many. Very unique smell and not many. Yeah. Keith, I don't know. It must have something to do with it. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a better it. smell. Yes, I'll go and you can explain to you. Well, it must have something to do with the the glues or something they use in there because whether it's a BMW or a BMW, yeah, just or a BMW. Else. A brand new, new yeah. car has got a very distinctive smell about it. Well I'm going to tell you what is a
3: very good it's smell. It's a delightful smell. When you take the when you open a tin of tennis balls.
4: Yeah, not bad. That that's is rubber. A, that's that that rubber. Smelling
3: I think. that that thing mm. is yeah, in a
4: tin of tennis balls. I know exactly I've never heard anyone repeat or say that, but I I'm on board with Are you, you. with me? I am 100% it is a on board. Wonderful, wonderful odour. Yeah. If don't you've know got what a, it is. If you've got a smell. Texture is not oh, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Texter. Texture, yeah. Texter. yeah. Not, the, not the whiteboard marker, though. No, no, no. It needs to be the permanent Texter. You yeah, spot the big, thick, beautiful pink ones. Mm. Oh,
3: sniff it all day long. You... <laughs> probably not good for you. That's if true. If the kids are out there listening, probably don't do that.
4: And do, that, do this, because if you smell it, you can. Good ooh, smell. And, and it can, you can actually put a little bit on your nose. Yeah, and then it's Get a, the cap. <laughs> If you get the cap, pull the cap. No, you want to sniff the felt bit. Oh, there's enough in the cap. That's where you get the real rush. That's true. Yeah. That's true.
3: If you've got a smell that just rivals any of that, that's a Friday. Why not, Keith? Tony's in Endeavour Hills. Uh, Tone, welcome to the program, mate. There you go, Murray.
4: (laughs) Good, brother. Good, thanks, Tone.
6: Yeah, that's the way you get around (laughs) me,
4: T-Dog. Now,
6: listen, I reckon uh, back-to-back Brownlow, back-to-back Coleman medal would sit very nicely with a premiership medal.
3: Yes, well, I know where you're going, Tony. What what are you talking about? Well, the reigning Coleman medalist is Charlie and
4: the reigning Brownlow medalist is Patrick. Oh, yes, yes. Well, he got hurt today. Did you see that? Who? Paddy Cripps got hurt. Don't be stupid. Patrick Cripps can't get hurt. I'm telling you. He does, Cripps. I don't know how serious this is he, he. limped off. Doesn't get. He rolled an ankle. Eddie, he'll be he limped he'll be off. Okay.
3: Of he'll be all yeah, right. Yeah. He's fine. rolled an ankle.
4: Rolled an ankle. I
3: tell you, I, out of that one today, uh, I will tell you what I did mm. notice, and I and I, they're on they're on red alert now down at Carlton. Mm. Bradmore, because they they have to get the signature of Tom DeConing. DeConing. Oh yes. They have to get Tom DeConing's Sydney signature, signature mm. on a piece of. Even if you have to hoodwink him into signing something,
4: is he a little? But then actually, just have it on a on a contract. Is that because Andy the the like we saw with Ollie Henry? Is, is it a chance that maybe he goes with I don't Bro? Care. Well, I don't know, mate. He's no? just well, he's out of contract at the end of the year. Where's he from, though? Is it is he down? No, from there? Down... No, He's a, a oh, We well, got a... no threat there. No, he's not a Geelong kid. Well, he's well, brother, isn't, isn't he? He bros down there. there? Yeah. Well, his bro, bro come to Carlton, oh, well, that's another valid well, we'll point. We'll just get him to Carlton. Okay, that's Cold what we'll on. do.
3: But Jiminy Crickets, mm. he was uh, very exciting, at AT to mm. exciting. Where did he play? In Andy? the ruck. Drifted in forward, the ruck. Took a couple of marks, kicked a goal or two. Mm. Yeah! Yes, Rod. Right. <gasps> I... Rod, you took the words right out of my goddamn mouth. Uh, Jimmy's in Richmond. Uh, there's a couple of people who've got smells to rival. Mm. The new car, the tennis balls, mm. and the felt marker. Jimmy, what do you got?
1: Yeah, mate, I'm thirty three years old, I reckon from the age of ten to the age of twenty five, every birthday, April the second, I'd get a brand new Sharon and a brand new Sharon's got a smell that you just can't pick. It's the leather it certainly has. It's the leather. No, but it's not but it is Oh no,
4: but it's the leather that, that with the paint of mm, the Sharon Company use. Yeah, it's a good call. It's Jimmy. a good call, Jimmy. How much time do you sm- when you get a new Sharon? I don't like Sharon. the new Sherons, though. I'd much prefer just to with be... your nose right on the leather. But Andy, just yeah, sniffing the thing. Yeah, yeah. Just let me sniff it. And if it if it doesn't quite have the punch, give it a little lick, <laughs> and then it, it just the smell comes. Don't know whether you should be doing that. No, but Andy, what are you hitting me for? I say this: the new Sharon is nice, but nothing better than a than a worn a shirt. Kicked in a, one, yeah. Much prefer to be playing it Has got a different odour. No, got I'm not a talking about odour. I'm just talking about oh, performance. Oh, no, you've got to
3: keep... Yeah, no, well, we had this kind. Because you've got to have the ends are rounded. The
4: ends have right. got to
3: get rounded and the leather's got to And they to wear in, Yeah, of course they right. do. Right. But you're 100% right. Yeah. You've had a good week. Don't, <laughs> hey, don't let King eat. Upset you.
4: Well, that's did set me Don't back a little King bit. Don't let Kingy
3: and Cornsey on Fireball Friday I'm upset you. I'm not sure
4: Fireball Friday really got into the spirit of what <laughs> we were trying to do, though. <laughs> I think they've taken some, a little bit of a comment and taken it a little bit too literally. <laughs> I think you're right. Brett is in Mentone. Good afternoon
3: to you, mate. Good afternoon. Andy, you could always bring out your old brown paper bag out to
5: Carlton to get to Conning, couldn't you? Well,
3: no, no we know. We've learned, our, oh, no. We've, we've learned we've, our lessons. Wasn't well, like that wasn't my <laughs> but
5: I did have, I, I had
0: the, I did have the
5: Sharon in mind as a good smell, but also just as, just as good with a little bit of lacquer as well as a, uh, a good old cooker and nothing beats driving past KSC.
4: Yeah, no, that's oh, pretty. Uh, that's uh, solid. That's, yeah, that's
3: like the devil's work.
4: Mm. Come in, I oh, know. Come in. It is a bit of that. Come in.
3: Driving past the Vegemite factory, I did that again the other day going oh, down no. to Geelong. No, nah. no, you go through the, the industrial... Yeast. No, no, too oh, I much. I love it. I too love the smell of it. pungent. It's already 25. Hey. We've got to get to a break,
4: mate. Well, Can on, park... what about just
3: this? Just park it. 25 to 5. We've w- got to get well, to... Matt's got a very good call. Well, well, tell us on the other side of this, please. Okay. The latest from the newsroom. All
4: right, gotcha. <laughs>
3: There's uh, no rain. There's a bad moon. That's There's a different song. Christian uh, Petrarca just gone. bushka. Bang, diddy, bang, bang. He's Melbourne, superstar. 4-3-27. St Kilda, 2 one You that, Annie? You know what? I happen mm-hmm. to see a couple of Melbourne boys a bit uh, down the uh, beach over summer, because uh, right. they're in the a couple of them holiday in my neck of the woods, mm-hmm. and they were doing some extras training. And uh, on a couple of occasions, I saw Christian Petrarca just wandering up and down the uh, the beach. Mm. Son's specimen, Sons top,
4: the it's, top off.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's, it's uh, go, DEs! No good. It's no good for the likes of me who are sitting next to the bride mm. when the likes of Christian Petrarca walk hard past to with a top off. They look at him, they look at me. They look at very they look hard
4: at me. to compete.
3: As you hook into another day, But it's all
4: about personality, Andy. Thank and you very much. As soon as you open your north <laughs> and south and the you. words start coming out, Thank you. out of the palm of your hands. Thank
3: you, brother. Give me that. Give, <laughs> Give me, me that, that. right there. Tony's in Belfield. Uh, he wants He wants to weigh in with a smell. Yes. And there's a few people to do. G'day, Tone.
5: Hey boys! Before I give you my smell, can I just say, watching the cat yesterday and trying to keep a lid on it, I'm getting some frustrated noises coming out, like, like a kidnapped Walker. <laughs> anyway, thank, how's you, this thank, going? You. Jeez, thank you, Tony.
4: Thank you. Thank you, Tony. a fresh Tony.
5: packet of Opening up a fresh puppy of Scanlon footy cards and the
4: smell of the pink bubble oh, gum back in the 70s and 80s. One of the... You know what? That is prize-worthy, The Tony, mention because, of it, it uh, makes my uh, mouth Your salivary glands it start to it kick d- in. It actually does. And the, the, it had that, like, the powdery stuff that would come... You know how they had the powder yeah, yeah, over yeah, it yeah, as well? Yeah,
3: it, because it, it came off the gum, yeah. but it worked brilliantly yes. to keep the cards nice and slick. Correct. And the, the gum could sometimes be quite mm. hard... Uh, but once it got mixed in with the yeah. saliva, nice. it was delicious. Yeah, didn't have long-lasting flavor. It wasn't no, like a well. big Charlie. It wasn't like the big Charlie. What the you flavor would
4: ex- last forever. What do you expect for a 50-cent pack <laughs> yeah, of very, cards? Well, you're, you're, on, you're not you're doing it for the chewy. No. You're doing it for the Although cards. the chewy was a, a appreciated added bonus. There was one year, mm-hmm.
3: every, it seemed like every pack of footy cards I opened, there was yep. a Norm Dare in there.
4: Yeah, not Norm Dare. Couldn't get rid of him. I reckon R- I had fifteen Norm Dares. Did you do the jigsaw puzzle from I'll the give back of him?
3: Four Norm Dares mm. for a Rod Gold. But did, nah. you,
4: did you the jigsaw like these days? Of course,
3: you did. It put wasn't it together. a jigsaw. It wasn't a jigsaw. It was a picture.
4: Yeah, well, it's yeah, a jigsaw. Well, it
3: wasn't because the jigsaws have got a little. Well, you still had to put it together. Yeah, but it wasn't a jigsaw. It was a jigsaw. Nah. It's just that
4: every shape was the same. <laughs> that's right. So that's but it's still a jigsaw. I don't believe it's a jigsaw. I think it's a jigsaw. Oh, I don't think it is. Steve's Eight th- by. Stevens. Eight or something Ste- like that.
3: Stephen's in Clyde. Good mm. afternoon, Steve. Afternoon, guys. How are you going? Very yeah, good, well, thank Steve. You. Having a ball, Steve. Having a ball. I've got a bold prediction for you, fellas. Right
6: yes. up for a mate. Join Menzies to have a nomination, a rising star in the first five rounds, and to win it.
4: Haven't we already had that one, Stephen? Someone think else someone... has already yes. called
3: in regarding. I him. think we've already had. Someone that. said he was going to kick thirty, and there may have been a rising star thing attached to it as well. Yes. I don't... I, well, this is clearly he's, clearly he's showing a little it, something, something. He's caught the attention of a couple of our listeners. Mm. Hey, is this twice in one week? Who's that? Andy in and Well, that's true. Is he asking for you to have an answer to his question from Tuesday, I suspect? One of his starting five in the NBL of all time. Uh, like I said, I had Andy? to...
4: I couldn't do that. <laughs> Andy,
1: Andy,
3: I apologise for Gazy not answering your question the other day. Good afternoon. Good
1: afternoon, Andy and Gacy. How
3: are you on this lovely Friday afternoon uh, in Melbourne Town?
4: Going well, Andy. Tip top, Andy. It's it's top. magnificent. Yes.
5: What have you got uh, for us, Guru? Uh, okay. My question this afternoon is, is not Monday's question, it's today's question, Friday's question.
4: Mm-hmm. Yes.
5: If you're owner of a sports club and you have to spend a million dollars, name me your boat,
3: free sports stuff, pass or present you like to play for your club. Any sports people from any sport.
4: So, so yeah. So so if you've, so just, you own a sports club,
3: <laughs> yeah. and then what was the next part of it? Uh, who are the three people that you'd like to spend all your money on to have them play at your club?
4: Right. Well, if I had a sports club. Well, I'd go. Uh, I'd be going LeBron James. Well, I'd be going Larry Bird. I want Iguodala. No, uh, well, he's going current players. No, he said of any era. Of any era. Larry Bird,
3: Seve Ballesteros. Oh, I see and, where you're going. Uh, and Bruce Dool. How go, did Michael Monson? Jordan
4: not get in there? I've got Blair. Oh, okay. What well, have you got Kiappa? Well, I'm Here going we go. uh, <laughs> Michael Jordan, hundred yeah. percent. I'm going. Uh, let me see. Oh, come on, mate. Get a wriggle on. We're going to get to Ben
3: Thompson. Okay. L- let me think about that. <laughs> you won't get back to him. <laughs> oh, so Larry Bird,
4: see Balas-
3: No, no. Larry Bird, Sevi mm. Ballesteros and uh, hey. Bruce. Uh, Bruce Dool, for Bruce me.
4: Dool, well done. Thank you. Uh, off the uh, temper yes. text machine. When you talk about smells, yes. Uh, walking into the footy change rooms and the deep heat doing smell, denker up, deep heat. Take your pick. That's we'll from Maddie. And and what about this one from? There are other things in footy club rooms that just take the edge off uh, the beauty of denker mm. and denker up. Nothing beats this. This is Tony. Nothing beats the smell of walking into Baker's Delight at five in the morning. That fresh. What are you doing? <laughs> What are you doing? That's happened too much of that in footy club rooms as well. Well, the DP just overrides 17 the, minutes
2: uh, to
3: five. We're going to talk all-star... All uh, mo- horse party oh, going and on. Benny Thompson's jumped on a late call-up for a, one of the front mm. in the Oakley Plate. Tomorrow he's going to join us. Breaking news regarding the cricket. Before we get to Benny Thompson, uh, Pat Cummins won't be going back to India for the third test. There's really sad news regarding his family. His mum is seriously ill. She's in palliative care and... Uh, he will be staying uh, with the family by his mum's side. Steve Smith will be captain, so he'll be stepping in to the role. Um, obviously, everybody on a radio station like ours love our cricket. Thoughts go out to Pat Cummins and the entire family. Huge days racing at Sandown tomorrow. The last race on the card is the Oakley Plate, the time-honoured Oakley Plate. And Ben Thompson joins us. Hey, Benny, thanks for coming on. How, when did you find out you're actually going to be flying down here to have a ride in this race?
6: Yeah, thanks for having me, Andy. It, um, it all came about very quickly. He's a horse, I'm Common James, that I ride tomorrow that I've had a lot to do with um, and ridden him since he was just going through his education stage before racing. So I'd, I'd always, and I, I ride um, a lot for the Stephen O'Day and Matt Hoisted team who take care of him. Um, so the, the ride had uh, only come about though on Monday. So it was late notice and, you know I'm saying, in the, in, uh, the final hour. but. Um, uh, it's obviously a great opportunity and really excited for tomorrow. And are you already down here, Ben, or do
4: you just come down
6: tomorrow? Yeah, guys, I flew in today. I, um, I would More often than not, I'd just depending on what we had on, and uh, fortunately I didn't have races today in, in Queensland, um, I would have flown down morning of, but my parents are from here and, uh, in, in Victoria, sorry, and my siblings, so a good excuse to come and catch up with them before going to work tomorrow. So, tell nice. us about the
3: horse. I watched his run in the Ruberton. He's got a kick. Like, it took a massive run from lofty strike to running down. The
6: horse has got a kick. Yeah, he sure does. He's um, obviously, he's, yeah, I guess you can say you're not a group one horse until you win a group one, but he's always possessed serious ability. He uh, he was super first up. Obviously, he was going it's a, to, it's a, it's a bit of a cliche, and we don't know until it happens, but. Um, the team are, are confident that he will that he'll take good improvement out of having that run. Sort of like, anything like any, any sportsman. Whether it's sort of round one AFL, uh, the, the boys can be as prepped up as as can be. But there's nothing like match fitness, and and a lot of them are a lot better for that. So I hope that's the case with him. He makes his own luck. We've got the visitors draw barrier 14, but it's, um, <laughs> it's probably a good year for the. It's a good year for the race to be at Sandown. It's a much kinder of bend than Caulfield, so. <laughs> Hey, it's um, he ticks a lot of boxes, and it's a, it's a, obviously it's it's um, probably the most the most exposure the Oakley Plate's gotten, or probably since I've been riding in um, just over eight years. But it, 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 the field oozes of quality, um, sure but hopefully does. our bloke's up to it tomorrow.
4: And the timing's worked out uh, well for you as well because straight after the <laughs> oh, race, yes. you're heading to the Meadows to uh, watch one of your dogs, Umberto, is running <laughs> around. And apparently you and your partner, Steph, have a share in uh, in this one. And your dad's the trainer. So you've got uh, a, a bit to look forward to there. How's Umberto going to go?
6: Yeah, hopefully hopefully, it's, it's, a, it's a big day all around. Um, he's only had two starts, Umberto. He's a, a greyhound that Stephanie and myself and... Um, a couple other friends of ours, and along with, along with my parents and siblings, are all we all own together. Uh, I've, obviously, the dogs have been around since I've um, I've been on Earth, and it's the first dog that Mum and Dad have come to, or the first litter of pups. They said, "Oh, we think you should get involved in these," so I jumped Ooh. at it. And um, fortunately, Unverdo's had two starts for a first and a second, and runs in a Group Three tomorrow Ooh. night. So it's um, yeah, it works out. You can almost say it's meant to be to to get a ride down here and and have the dog running on the same night. So hopefully it it really is tomorrow.
3: So the dog's chasing Group 3 glory. I I, I should have looked at this before you came on. Ben, have you ridden a
6: Group 1 winner before? I haven't, no. I haven't haven't had a Group 1 winner yet. So um, hopefully tomorrow we can break through.
3: Well, the blue and white horizontal stripes, I don't know how much uh, (laughs) AFL footy you watch, but the blue and white horizontal stripes that... Yeah, going to be wearing tomorrow on the Queensland. They go okay down in this neck of the woods, generally speaking. So uh, it might be a good omen for you, mate.
6: Absolutely, no. They they are very very strong down near the hoops, so the navy hoops. So hopefully um, again tomorrow. But hey, it, um, it's going to be a, it's going to be a great race, and um, yeah, no, hopefully hopefully get the result we're after.
3: Well, it's a fantastic car to racing, mate, and the Group 1 sprint uh, is the last one. Uh, we wish you well. It, uh, hopefully, it's going to be a cracking day for you and the family from, uh, from Sandown to the Dogs there. Hopefully, you have a whole lot of wins to celebrate by the end of tomorrow night, Ben. Good, good luck. Thanks for coming on the show.
6: Thank you very much, Andy. Thanks, Daisy. Good, good on, on man, you, mate. Ben, Ben. Thompson,
3: like the cut of his chin. Oh, I do gym.
4: like the way he goes about and it. And
3: don't forget, the voting for the All-Star Mile concludes... This Sunday night, cast your vote at allstarmile.com.au. Race at the Valley March 18. I wish I win. Wasn't that impressive last week at Flemington. Is currently the leading vote getter. So if you voted for it, you are in with
4: 13,573 others. Thunderstruck is uh, right up there as well. That's also in the race. Yes, it is. Did you mention that already? No, I did not. But yes, it is. What's an important... A bit you've left out of the big race that I don't believe he has got
3: any relevance to that whatsoever. It's seven minutes to five.
5: The youngster, the time's going to be oh so important. It's ticking over now. So the Commonwealth champion is going to make a mark here at Lakeside
3: and runs about 3.52. It's quick. Turner, look at Miles. Unbelievable. Have a look at this. He'll be the second youngest ever to break four minutes. So it was Bruce McIverney at his very best last night down at Lakeside uh, for the uh, Mori Plant meet. Huge crowd turned up to see some world-class athletes and some outstanding young Australian talent. Jason Richardson was part of the crew there last night, bringing us all the action on the channels of Seven. And it's worth spending some time to have a chat about what we saw last night, Richo, because it, uh, it looked like it was pretty spectacular.
5: Oh, beautifully lovely to chat to you, Andy, mate. Are you talking to me? Are you on delay shags? What's going on? Yes. Well, I was just chatting to Julian DeStooth. There was no message of, hey, I'll just put you online for uh, uh, for Andy and Gazy. There,
3: oh, there, there, there you na- I saw your name on the screen with the word there alongside, oh, God, and yeah. that's generally the green light for people in my position mm. to no, bring you in on the conversation.
5: Just pump your brakes a little bit. Can I do a traffic report before I start? Because I've yes, finished the magnificent Dean Lester uh, uh, funeral out at uh, Cranbourne Racecourse, which was magnificent. Great tribute to an incredible um, uh, media performer in the racing industry. And as I was driving back, uh, if you're at the moment on the Monash and you're heading towards the beach, oh, you're in for a long night, punters. You're in for a long, long, long night. Yes. There's, there's trucks sideways. It's like a scene out of uh, Armageddon. People are just sitting on the bonnets of their car with nowhere to go for hours well, ahead.
3: Well, you should have just popped down. We're only five minutes down the road from where you were here at Berwick W for the massive sale event that he's on all the way through until Sunday afternoon. You should have popped down and done a live, uh, a live appearance for us.
5: I would have loved to have done that, and literally traded in my buddy Land Rover Discovery for a brand new BMW right. without any well, hesitation Neil.
3: whatsoever. Well, Neil Phillips and his team are exactly the people you need to speak to, Jason. Well, hey, before Neil, we get on, you can have yeah. the Neil, you can have the B guy, or you can have the A guy. It's time for you to come across. Bald is beautiful, Nilo. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Andy, come over to
3: me. <laughs>
4: right. oh, yeah. right.
3: <laughs> I, um, what, was, uh, what was the most spectacular... Uh, when you remember the Mori plant meet in, in the coming days and, and weeks, mm. well, what's the one event that's going to linger longest with you? You know what?
5: This sounds weird because, Andy, and you know you broadcast, and so do you, Gazy. of course, broadcast elite sport around the world. And I always think that there's three teams competing. There's a two on the court in Gacy's or out on the field And the third one, the third important element is the crowd. And during COVID, we lost all that. And in track and field in Australia, we have really struggled. The Melbourne track meet, last time it was conducted, there was 100 100 tickets purchased. Last night, there was 7,700 tickets. So that third element being the crowd was absolutely magnificent. That came from unbelievable hard work and the Athletics Australia team, led by Sam Colbert, who had a passion to bring elite athletics back and it needed a headline act and the fastest man in the world is a brilliant headline act, isn't it? Because only for the third time in Australia have we had the reigning world 100 metre male champion race in Australia domestically. It's only happened on two other occasions, so just brilliant and one of those was Nitro with Usain Bolt and the other one being Maurice Green uh, during the uh, Sydney Olympics, so Absolutely brilliant to have them there. And Fred mm-hmm. Curley just lit up the stage. Oh. I mean, he jogged 20.3 yes. with his hands in the air running 200 metres. <laughs> Keep in mind, right. he, was, he was the third person ever, and think about this for a range, third person in history to run under 10 seconds for the 100, mm. under 20 seconds for the 200, and under 44 seconds for the 400 metres. His mm. range is absolutely incredible.
3: Mm. Who, are the the other th- who are the other two to do that, Richo? Ah, the other two off
5: the top of my head is a great question.
4: Right, <laughs> dear. <laughs> oh, dear. Right. <laughs> that doesn't count, though. See? It's, See? He you just said what? that.
3: Richo's very good, right? No. In fact, Richo is one of the world's yes. greats. Mm. Macca would have known the answer to that. Oh, of course he Macca would yeah, have known would the have answer, have Richard. Of course he Macca would have known. He would have said
5: straight away, of course it's yeah. Michael Norman from America. He would have said, You stupid
3: <laughs> idiot. <laughs>
5: who doesn't remember Michael yeah. Norman? And we, we we first marvel at the accolades and deeds of Frankie Frederick. I wish I had Google with me. Um, <laughs> go. but, so <laughs> no, he's, he's obviously yeah. a headline act, is the great Fred Curley. But then I also think about the women's 100 metres, Nara Nang. She ran into a headwind. Mm. And she ran the fifth fastest time by an Australian ever. She went past Cathy Freeman. Wow. Equal time with the great Raylene Boyle, and she did it into a huge headwind. And that was with her her coach, who's gravely ill, and Gary Bourne, who we've all you know got our fingers crossed that he can pull through the next couple of crucial days in his health battle. So that was, that was awesome. Jess Hull versus Abby Cordwell, storming down straight in the 1,500 metres was awesome. But then probably the piece to resist on was the men's mile which is named after john landy first across the line is ollie Hoare, the commonwealth champion we absolutely love him cameron myers became the second 16 year old in the history of the world to break the four minute mile and he ran 355 second fastest in history for a 16 year old only the olympic champion and jakob inger britson's run fast at the same age Unbelievable mm. night. That is, that is yes. incredible.
4: Uh, you no, know, that is. And when, what about Ollie Hoare? Now, I, I don't know a whole lot about chicken korma. Uh, apparently, yeah. it's a delightful dish. But um, yep. if, we- you, if you have that at 3 p.m. in the afternoon and you've got to do a 1,500 metres and go yep. full ball, it can cause yep. some problems. And the chicken korma, it didn't sit well with, with Ollie. Is that all that common after the 1,500 metres? We see it on the footy track when you, you see players pushing it to the, to the limits, but I would have thought these athletes would be able to hold down the tucker.
5: Well, no, it's, it's pretty stock standard for a 400-metre runner. There's many a chunder straight after a race. That happens, and, and right. that's fine. The, the chicken korma, uh, as yeah. Ollie described to me, was a very controversial decision. Normally, sure. he tends to do it post a race. He decided he was starving, and he went the chicken korma. And by G, um after the third uh, heave of the chicken cormer, and we had uh, oh, no. clean away come out onto the track. Um, oh, they were going everywhere. It was a disaster. <laughs> there's little kids there hanging over the fence. I reckon about uh, half the crowd were under the age of 14. They're aspiring to be athletes, and there's our Commonwealth champion hurling up the chicken cormer right on the finish line. punting. Oof, would you be- would that
3: you that believe it was Wade Van Neerkirk and mm. Michael Johnson? Would that would that sound right?
5: Well, Michael Johnson. Are you sure it's not Michael Norman? Did Michael Johnson break ten seconds for the hundred? I thought it no, was a barrier that he always found hard to get no, past. Great man, because the world record holder over four hundred meters. Amazing. Mm
4: hey richo just with this um cameron myers and, and you the statistics speak for themselves and the, the translation and you're talking about with the world champion there is it is it as simple to say that be, well because like well, there's nine days difference between these uh the, the age of these guys when they were to break the, the the four minute barrier uh does it do you does it mean that we can he would have the same trajectory has he got the same makeup as it Does it all sort of It's not not as simple as that, because, Gazi, as you know better than
5: anyone in regards to the longevity of your career, there's so many different little special ingredients that uh, bring the overall package of an elite athlete. He has elite talent, elite power-to-weight ratio at uh, 16 years of age. Now, the big challenge ahead for him is, A, external pressure, so all the expectations will come on him as a result of this performance. Can he continue to improve... And can his body handle that as he starts to grow? Um, from 16, there's some serious growing still to be done. That's another challenge for him. Can he still get through his year 11? He's only in year 11 at the moment. Year 11, year 12. Gee. What's next for him? There's a lot for him to achieve outside of athletics and also with physical development before he takes the next step. But the guy that he's got the parallel with is Jakubin Inka who is an absolute freak. In fact... You should check out his documentary. It's on YouTube, the Inga Britsons. It's like um, a reality show following their family.
3: It is incredible. Mm. Okay, we'll do that. So there's a there's a name. I mean, when when you've laid out, you know, the historical. Um, kind of context of what he did last night, Bruce's excitement levels raised uh, the excitement levels for all of us about the kids, so it's definitely a name that will be on the, um, on the radar for all Australian sports fans you're, you're bang on too Richo, I may have, uh, I may have, I never really doubted you, but Michael Johnson's fastest in the 100 was 10.09 oh, so, so he's not one of the two yeah. that have done it, we did get a couple of text mm. message uh, messages yeah, suggesting yeah. that it was he, but, uh, but not the case
5: Well, I mean, this is an area that I know a little about. I I raced the great Michael Johnson over 400 metres, um, and uh, the end result was he was actually in his cool-down (laughs) tracksuit doing an interview (laughs) by the time I hit the line. That's not Uh, true. It was a wonderful match race. (laughs)
4: That (laughs) is (laughs) not (laughs) true. That is not (laughs) true. Richo, Richo, in another area that you'd be very familiar with, uh, Rowan Browning, uh, uh, how... We saw him burst onto the scene. I think he was a semi-final. semifinal. I think it was was at the uh, Olympics. That's right. Uh, What do you make of his
5: progression? I thought he was fantastic last night. So he's not essentially a 200 meter runner, but he Mm -hmm. ran really well in the 200 meters, and then he backed up an hour and a half later to run in the 100 meters. He ran into a huge headwind and uh, ran 10.28. Now, on face value, that's not fast, but considering the wind. That's actually good running. It was only the second time he's competed to the year. So we'll see him in Sydney in a couple of weeks' time. We'll see him at the National Champs. We'll then see him over in Japan. He's now got to the point where he can start to race a bit more. Keep in mind, hes you don't look at his actual physical age. He's in his early 20s. But you actually look at his athletic age. He actually didn't compete in track and field until he was after 16 years of age. So he was a rugby player that converted across through to the fact that His PE uh, teacher was Andrew Murphy, who went to the Olympics uh, on four occasions as a triple jumper. And Murph said, you've got elite speed. If if you uh, train with me, we will get you to go to great places. So he gave up rugby. So it's really only, I mean, his athletic age is probably only eight. He's only been doing it seriously uh, for about four years and doing it semi-serious for eight. So huge upside to him.
3: Mm. A lot to look forward to. It was, it was just lovely to see um, that many people there last night, Richo, watching the, uh, the snippets that were coming out via the various platforms. If you weren't watching the whole thing live, gave a real sense for the enthusiasm for the event and the quality of the performances and you and Macker and everybody else who was bringing the action to everybody there and at home. Uh, it was obvious obvious to see um, yeah. how enthused you were by well, what your partner. Self- well done. And,
4: yep. We had some callers in on uh, Dwayne's show and very disappointed. One of the callers called up and uh, said that there was a few issues. I don't think they were expecting as many people as that they got, mm. and there was it took a while to get in there. And the other big complaint was from the caller oh. was. Could not hear Richo. Need to do something about the PA. Wanted to hear what Richo had to say with the interviews, but the PA arrangement wasn't uh, to his standing. So that's a a setback for uh, the audience. That that
5: is a setback for Richo fans, all three of them. Um, But for everyone else, I think they had a a really pleasant evening. But uh, hey, To start, we've got a lot of things to work on, but can I implore any athletics fan Uh to jump on 7-plus and watch the meet because, of course, the more and more people that we see watch the meet helps us attract sponsors into the future. So it's sitting there on the seven-plus tile right now. Go and tune nice. in and watch it all.
3: How yes. far have you advanced uh, on your way down towards the uh, Porty uh, establishment? Uh, you, uh, how, far have you, how far have you progressed?
5: Literally have not
3: moved. Um, <laughs> sitting on the boot of the car, singing Everybody Hurts by R.E.M. Well, lovely. Uh, Enjoy enjoy your time uh, in the sunshine, and uh, you're a beautiful human being. Thanks for being part of it this afternoon. I love hearing your voice, Andy. Can't wait to see you back on the front bar. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you, mate.
4: Oh, okay. Jason, A bit one of my chop liver. J- Jason Richardson, no love the, for the... No love R- for Daisy. Richo,
3: for me, will always be, mm. as much as expression he's now... Expression session. The expression session. Yeah. Uh, as much as he will always... Mm. He's now one of the emerging superstars of Australian sports broadcasting mm. and television presentation. He is the man who yep. used to just rocket. In very cool vibes on a Friday night, unbelievable on the stuff. expression sessions Talking when eleven
4: sixteen Sen first started. The skateboarding was a big part of his uh, surfing. Surfing was, surfing big. was Snow- right up there. And he, you know what he could do? X Games. He snagged the really big guests too he on did. the expression session. He did. You know, not in necessarily a prime time uh, slot. He followed. Oh, they had a fantastic lead-in. The dribblers. Uh, from from seven or ten on a Friday night. How long
3: did the dribbles run for?
4: You a were year, well, a year, just the one year. A, well, we they couldn't come up with the, the appropriate package for us oh. the following year. So well, that's why have, we they, moved they on.
3: Yeah, Some of those packages were a little, were a little,
4: and, a little, you know. And the experience. original, the original package that was offered, there was just just a, a bit light on. <laughs>
3: So it was one of these, right? Are yeah. we going to start this thing? Yeah. Get in on the ground floor. Pretty much do it for nothing for the first year, mm. but then when the thing starts rolling, and it will start rolling, we're very confident of that. Yes, you will be. Uh, it will be. You'll be duly rewarded. Yes. Uh, it wasn't rolling quite the way they would have hoped for after the first year. Mm. No due reward coming your way at the end no, of that, and you've just turned up the toes and said, oh, was, "I will not be working mm, for
4: peanuts." First few weeks were pretty solid. <laughs> then. Uh, <laughs> no, Andy, come on. Come Let's on, get a wriggle. Let's do that. It's 19 minutes. On, hey, for those hey, who normally you, are here until
3: 5.30, we're on to 6 tonight. Oh, yes. Why wouldn't mm. you be enthused about us? No, nah, I don't think I'll get through this. Oh no, we will. <laughs> and and the, you know the worst thing about that? For, we love it. And we, we want to stay until 7 if mm. we had our way. Um, but unfortunately, the good people down here at Boom BMW, they have to mm. stick around. Normally, they shut the doors at 5.30 on a Friday night. Right. But they
4: have to stick around until 6 to well, just
3: uh, usher us out.
4: The good news for them and our audience is coming up very shortly, we've got the quiz. Oh, there's a special Friday, the week that was quiz. The week that was quiz. So we touch on uh, some. If you've been listening throughout the course of yes. the week, you have a very strong chance to run the table with the six oh. questions. <laughs>
3: Quiz. There is a quiz, and it's a new quiz, uh, because we're going to do an extra half hour. So what we're going to do is, uh, in the last uh, 40 minutes of the show on a Friday, to help fill out that extra half hour,
4: we're going to do a quiz. No, it's not because of that. It's because the people have spoken, and they really enjoy the quiz. Uh, yeah, it could help uh, fill us out.
3: Uh, we're going to do the week that was. So that's At right. the moment, it's six questions. We're capping it at six, but it might, that's okay. might bounce out to eight or ten. That's right. Uh, just before you get stuck into the quiz, uh-huh. uh, no, just bringing people up to date with okay, the footy. Okay, please. Yep. Well, people want to know the footy score, mate. Yeah, I do too. Melbourne 8 fifty four uh early stages third quarter. Mm. St Kilda 2 six eighteen
4: mm. uh, down there at Moorabbin, Melbourne. Two goals in a two and a half quarters. Yeah. It's not many, is it? No. Hey, uh, Andy, up for grabs today in this quiz. And it's uh, courtesy of the very fine people out there at Epic Arena. And what it is, we're oh, going to yes. have for for, a, for you, that is the winner, and three of your mates... Uh, You're going to head down to Epic Arena, and we're going to throw in some beverages, and it's a way to immerse yourself in Epic Golf at Epic Arena on Melbourne Road in Melbourne's best suburb, Newport. Well, that's that's debatable, but it's uh, I believe that's a bit of editorialising by our producer. Of course, it is, but I believe it's um, a bit of virtual golf that I think that's out there, isn't it? Is that what uh, I think that's what Epic Arena is? It's heaps of fun. I've done it a couple of times. Have you? Uh, So jump on the. Oh Give it a thrashing. It is where I find the um, <laughs> where I find Jeez, you can hit a long ball. Andy, that's you? I do. It's where I find the virtual golf just loses a little bit is with the putting. The driving and not down at Epic Arena, mate. That's true. Very down good. at Epic Arena, it is it's is, it's as real as you could possibly get. Uh, he looks like he has found a place
3: where he might be able to punch that's one out right. here.
4: Uh, I think Where's we've the conditioned the, the audience now that they absolutely know the drill. There are six questions. You answer the sixth question correct, mm. and you'll be off Aaron with Badley. three mates to epic Aaron arena. Badley. Actually, Aaron Badley did really well in the first round about a week he's or two long ago. He's got one hair. He Gotta has. He needs a haircut. Got a lot of kids too. Yeah, he's hasn't he got like six kids or can't something. Can't have enough. He just likes to keep having them. Fantastic part of his uh, uh, journey. Let's go life. out to uh, another lovely part of the world out sort of Coburg way, Pasco Vale, and Adams in Pasco Vale. Yeah, it's sort of out that way, isn't it? A bit swing, a bit okay. to the left. yeah. We got to maybe go th- through Pascoe Vale well, yep. and then to get to Coburg. Oh, if you
3: turn right once you're through Coburg Pascow the home vale. of
4: the Giants, that's where the North Melbourne Giants. That's where it all started out in Coburg near
3: Coburg Lake, fantastic near the facility. The old Pentridge. Yeah, there's a lake out there, right? That's where the facility. The drive-ins is. are
4: right around the corner. That's an
3: outstanding part of the world.
4: The now. Swimming pool. Not back in those days, uh, but Adam's now it is. in uh, nice. Pascoe Vale. Good afternoon, Adam. Means you guys done or? Yeah, yeah, we, we're oh, just uh, having Adam, a chat. It's a Friday,
3: Harvo. We could keep rolling for <laughs> this for a long time. There's no ad breaks coming. Are we gonna any ad breaks coming None up, right, whatsoever. We
4: just, just None whatsoever. None. We're powering now through. through. To now. That's right. Adam, uh, I'm going to ask you the first question. If you get it correct, you continue on. You get the sixth one right, you're going home with the prize. And if you get the first one
3: wrong, you're out. Or the second, third, or fourth, or fifth, or sixth. That's you know, right. Yeah, that's, that's
4: right. How it works. 300 736 736 is the number if Nicely
3: you want to join the you. quiz. Yeah. Uh, ads...
4: Uh, how's it all going in Pascoe Vale?
5: <laughs> uh, I'm actually in Watsonia, but anyway, it's okay.
4: Oh, okay. It, oh, says, oh, it Pascoe says Pascoe Vale on the s- screen here. No, I think he uh, probably lives in Pascoe Vale, but oh, at the
3: moment he's in Watsonia. Oh, that's a fair trip And home. you don't need to ask why he's in Watsonia. He could have all sorts of reasons
4: oh, for being in Watonia. Why are you in Watsonia? Oh, I don't
3: think you should be asking Adam
4: that. That's why you're in Watsonia? Because I'm living in Watsonia now. I live there now. Oh, you've never got Pasco. Have you? Oh, have you? you driven through Pasco Vale or anything oh, recently? Very live? odd. I used
1: to. Li- I,
3: used to li- I used to live there. Yes. Correct. Ah, well, well, why would you sense. say that? Just say you're Adam in Watsonia.
4: <laughs> very strange uh, behaviour.
3: Anyway, no. I live. Oh, oh okay. okay, right. No, hey, right. can
4: you just pipe down? Well, you're the one asking. I, how I how like how to engage with Pascoe the audience. How Pasco Vale's going? And you're just, <laughs> just intruding on the connection on building. Adds, question one. Which hawk kicked the first goal... Oh, who wrote these questions? Which hawk kicked the first goal and saw me fist-pumping in yesterday's practice match against Geelong? Who Inky? kicked the first Not. goal? Yes! See? Oh Adam was Away. Adam's aware of what's been going on this question week. Question two. Today, we are at Berwick BMW, where have... What? Where have our other two OBs? Shush, please. Can't you read? Well, can't you write? Where have our other two outside broadcasts been this week? We've been to two other places. Perfectly well read. Where have they been? (laughs) Yesterday we were at... I wasn't listening yesterday, actually. Oh, that's no good. Oh, no. Well, it's... he does favour oh, Clearly, he's going to favour people who have been listening. Morris uh, is on the road. Good afternoon, Morris. Do you board. know where our last two outside broadcasts have been? We were somewhere yesterday, and then we <laughs> were somewhere else the day before.
3: Um, what's on Watsonia?
4: No, 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 that's... no, no. If you know, get on the line right now. Yeah, one th- it had a bit to do with the footy yesterday, so there's a little clue. Let's go to Daniel in uh, Manifold Heights. Good afternoon, Daniel. Do you know where we were yesterday okay. and the day before? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yesterday you're at the uh, you're at Chelong covering. Yes, the, uh, spot Dillon. on. Yep.
4: And yeah, sort of day, coastal area
3: the day it before. It had something to do with Anytime Fitness. Yes. It had a lot to do with it. Did. It did.
4: was the reason we were there. Wonderful, wonderful facility. New facility out there. Lots it's of
3: lovely members. Sort what of it, down um,
4: coastal area. Yes.
3: yes. Well done,
4: daniel son. Excuse me. Oh, I got excited for it. <laughs> just let me handle the <laughs> oh, I just the got quiz. a bit excited. Hey, daniel uh question three. Adding a bit of Atmos. Essendon and Fremantle both named new captains this week. Who are the captains? Uh, Essendon was Merritt. Yes. And Fremantle was uh, Alex Pierce. Bang. Oh, no, he's good. Away. He's good. I like. He's good, Daniel. Liking it. Question four. Doesn't panic. No. <laughs> Just takes it on board. Thinks his way through it. <laughs> he's it's good. good. <laughs> yeah, it's well done, Daniel. Andy, this is question four. Mm. Andy Marr Ooh, I'm in the linked Ange Postecoglou. Oh, to which... Now, I need two of them. One of them should be obvious. The other one, you're just going to have to run the table. we could we, we, we'll be here a while. Oh, Worldwide world headlines, please. Thank which, you, Daniel. No, nah, one of them was... Someone's like putting a the show on the map. Shush. Which two English Premier League oh, clubs we, earlier this week were mentioned as... Good. G- good. Okay. <laughs> Daniel... No, That is one. That was the one I didn't think you'd get. And lead. Well done. Daniel, son. Daniel's one of his favourite callers of all time. Well, what he is, he's an astute listener. Yes, good TSL man. It is time spent listening. Love everything about it. Daniel, you're up to question five. Which Australian golfer finished tied for ninth Mm -hmm. at the Genesis Invitational? At Riviera. Okay. Uh, Type a guy's No, a strong point. Yeah, uh, no, no, no. No, no. Can, can you shush, please? Just shush. I'm going to say Jackson Day. Whoa! Hey! Oh, Daniel! Oh, Daniel's son. is beautiful. We're up to question six. That's an almighty guess by you. Uh, question six. Somebody
3: you... was just about to buy a car. Yes. And they've run out of the building because we screamed so I Thought something so loud, was going on.
4: You? Here we go. Who top scored for Australia oh, in boy. their... Five run win over. Oh no, it wasn't. No, it was over, over India. Up. Over India. Over India in the T Twenty World Cup semi final last night. Who top scored in that very exciting a contest? Thriller. Absolute thriller. It was a thriller. It was a thriller. And if it wasn't for the run out of, I don't know how to say her name. Can you know her? just? I just. Uh... Oh,
3: Hammond, pretty cool. Kaur. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Did you, know, you see was... how she got run out? Oh, I'm The stump the, the yeah, bat just got it caught, got caught in jammed in, the in it, Yeah, yes. Yeah.
4: That was stiff. But anyway, that's Daniel. Don't pay no attention to that. Who top scored for Australia in that uh, five run thriller? Championships. I just just caught the result. I didn't see the um, scorecard, so I'm going to have to guess. Is it um, Meg Lanning? No, no she, Daniel. Sunk. She was close. Well done she was by very you. close. She, bat, she did well. She bat, got up forty-seven. Yeah. I
3: reckon Megan finished the game with a beautiful. Uh, the innings with a magnificent
4: six. A cam, terrible
3: ball. It can got what it
4: deserved. Yes, cam is in Richmond. Bad luck, mate. And You're cam, very good. Manifold Heights.
3: Well, we've got to talk until six the, o'clock. So Daniel, what do you, you got in store?
4: Daniel's done the heavy lifting, Dan. Uh, uh, sorry, Cam. Oh. Dan's done the heavy lifting, Cam. <laughs> Cam's in Richmond. Good afternoon, Cam. G'day, guys. I think it's Beth Mooney. Oh, away. It. She hit 54 off 37 balls. Lanning had the 49. She's Andy. a champion,
3: Beth Mooney. She's one she of the is. most underrated champions of Australian sport, Beth
4: Mooney. That's right. Hey, Thank happy you. days for you, Cam, in Richmond. Well, I assume in Richmond as we speak because. Well, you don't ask those well, questions now. You've got a round of golf for you Go and three mates Could be in one at the claim. Epic Arena, which oh, and it arena. includes some beverages. Epic Arena. Nice. And uh, it's a way to immerse yourself in Epic Golf at Epic Arena <laughs> yes. on Melbourne Road in Melbourne's best suburb. <laughs> <laughs> Get rid of that. Melbourne's <laughs> very nice suburb of Newport. Cam, of how about that? Do you play golf? Yeah, a little bit, Here, yeah. Yep. Well, this is... Good way to tune it up. I think you can pick any course you want to play. I all believe that type of, Yeah, no, no, you can. All that type of stuff. Uh, well done, Cam. And thanks for listening and uh, having a little bit of fun with us. Uh, good on you. And well, listen, I think this is a winner. I, I, mm. I honestly think
3: the uh, week that was quiz uh, is a winner. I, I think I, it was. I've got no doubt about that. If you
4: just sort of let... No, I really think I added something to it. Oh, I don't think you did. You don't think so? There's a lot of sort of talking <laughs> over the host.
3: Oh, no, you need just a little help. Now I feel now
4: quite again.
3: cheeky. I did not need any help. Uh, you get a bit flat every now and again. It's a lot for you. I was up and about. No, it's a lot for you
4: six questions. Trying to engage, but you just <laughs> shut it down. It was I all about sh- you, no, you, you. I was
3: building it up. Uh, Rod, just give me a uh, little ting here, Rod, mm. if we're just talking through 5.54 here. We are. Right? Or do we, yeah, there's no news, right? Oh, that's no, good. it's not. Uh, we're at Berwick BMW. The sale event is on today until Sunday. So mm. well, they're about to shut the doors here tonight. If you're not here now, no. probably hold, hold your horses and come down tomorrow. We're also here for Flex by Blunston. Mm. Stability meets the in a move. Brian Beckman, mm. you're a superstar. And Foxtel, footy yep. live in 4K, Ultra HD, only on Foxtel you, realize oh, you can't that
4: watch it. You, you can't watch the footy, at least no, if you don't have the bare minimum HD. But the 4K, yeah. uh, that is something very special. But do you realise mm. that it shows every imperfection? And particularly yeah. the host, the, the studio shows. Oh, but you can see the sweat dripping off the players. No, no, I'm talking to you. You need oh, to yeah, Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I need
3: Just to... Make p-
4: sure you get a good make job. Hey, Andy, you're an NFL fan. Did you hear the news oh, that, uh, hey, that... Bobby Wagner of the LA Rams, uh, superstar linebacker, nine-time pro oh, bowler. This, yep. Now, this is the Rams who, of course, two seasons ago won the He used to be part of the Temple of Boom and, in well, Seattle. Surprisingly, it, it, it certainly jumped out off me, is that uh, the Rams, they decided they need to uh, perhaps go back to the draft, a little bit more cap space to go recruit some players. Well, they've uh, parted ways with Bobby. So Bobby's going to be a a free agent, uh, mutually agreed, Mm. but that's a big, uh, so far in the off-season, big uh, off-season decision by the Rams.
3: You know, most people are, more people are probably interested in uh, whether Billy Frampton's going to make it in the Collingwood backline than Bobby Wagner at the LA Rams. There are a, are a, 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 a lot of
4: NFL team. fans out there. Julian
3: Destoupe, who's just been mm. trying to pump up his own property value shamelessly.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: so, next are, time,
4: join the A-team, hey, Julio. <laughs> we well, might page. be
1: looking to sell towards the end of the year, so you never know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is a wonderful suburb. It's a wonderful suburb. No Epic Arena is in the next street. For me, it's a fantastic place. there, Choose your own course. Have a couple of beers. Mm. and uh, hey, pop on over if you want. cocktail.
3: Fun. Yeah. You've got to get rid of some of those, uh, mm. Rod. They're no good. No.
1: Nah. Uh, there's a bit going
4: on. Nah, uh, the sports oh, update, oh, thanks oh. to
1: Simmons, the What's great Australian builder. Yes. yes. Mm. Started yes. by one tradie with a dream in 1949, now building thousands of Aussie homes. I'm going to put this in to Take It or Leave It for Charlie oh, Batiste, Batiste code. Right Melbourne's most trusted repairer of prestige German vehicles. Take It or Leave It, Australia... Ain't winning the Ashes in England. I'm telling you right now.
4: Yeah, it's not looking good. England on fire at the moment. Uh, and then the aggressive play that they're... Harry Brooks got Are you aware of Harry
1: Brooks, Brooks' start to his career? I mm. know. Oh, Phenomenal, mate. He has no, scored no, been... the most yep. runs in the first nine innings of a test career of any batter ever.
3: And it's... what's his strike rate? Wally? Wow. Have, have you got that here? I don't know about his
1: career, but today they were three for 21 England on a green yep. top in Wellington. Yep. Crawley mm. gone for two, Duckett for nine, Pope for ten. Rain delay uh, after sixty-five overs, three for three fifteen. Joe Root one hundred and one not out off one hundred and eighty-two. Harry Brook on a green top, green top, one hundred eighty-four not out off one hundred and sixty-nine balls. Phenomenal, great. And if you if
3: you haven't watched him play, he is elegant. He's not Mm. a basher. He's he's just a beautiful, technically sound stroke player. He can clear the front leg and give it a you nice know, old so pull in a cow corner, oh, if he, tug in a cow corner if he has to. But um, he's a very elegant stroke player, this kid, and yeah. he's, a, he's a joy on the – he's very, very uh, tasty on the eye, mm. easy on the eye. So, yes, it's uh, – You're I'm taking li- or leaving I'm, that? No, I'm going to leave it because it's, a, it's still a way away, and I'm going to back the Australians once I get, you know, their bowling contingent together. And get healthy. And people might not have heard the news. They might have just jumpy, jumping in their cars all over you know, yes. the news about Pat Cummins. Yeah, and the very, Indian.
1: very sad. So out of the third test, he's revealed in a statement. So it said that he was coming home for family reasons, but he's revealed it's his mother. Uh, she's in palliative care. Uh, so thoughts go out to the Cummins family. So he's not returning uh, for the third test uh, in India. So it's, it's been all sorts of things going on with the Australian team. People coming home left, right, and centre. Going to play audio of a couple. Uh, So you're talking about the Ashes. Dave Warner, is he going to be part of that? Have we seen him uh, the last of him at test level for Australia? This is what Dave Warner had to say when he arrived home in Australia last night.
3: I scored 200 a couple of weeks ago, so uh, I'm not in a rut. Do you feel uh, the pressure? No, I don't. Easy pickings when you're 36 going 37, so uh, I've seen it before with all the ex-players as well.
1: So you're still circling the Ashes?
3: Oh, 100%, yeah. If I'm taking pressure off the rest of the other guys and no-one's worrying about the rest of the team, I'm happy to do that. If the selectors feel that I'm you know, not worthy of my spot, then so be it and uh, I can push on to
1: the white ball stuff. Geez, he's got a better defence in interviews than he has on, out in the middle. Well, David, about... you're, David, you've made one score in about three test years. You're you're in a rut, mate.
4: You well, can't say of... he's not in a rut. Yeah. But the other thing is, you talk about uh, us perhaps losing track of time. I think it's been a bit longer than a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? It yeah. was. Oh, was oh, Boxing yeah,
1: but... Day. That's two months ago, David. <laughs> it yeah. was a fair while away. Yeah, but he's just—he's
3: not asking to be taken literally at the couple of weeks oh, ago. Okay. I don't think. Well, I don't think he is, but. Look, look, irrespective of what you think about David Warner and whether he should be on the plane and part of the Ashes squad, right?
1: No way he should be. uh,
3: uh, You've got to... Respect what
4: he's done. You, you, you do that,
3: and you've sort of got to admire his... with dignity. His, but well, well, maybe he's not going to do that. He is saying... No, if, I'm saying we
4: should treat him with a bit of no, dignity. No, no, well he,
3: but he's not saying that. He's not even thinking about that now. He doesn't want to be treated with anything at the moment. He just wants to be picked and thinks he deserves to be picked. And, and you know what he's doing? He's putting mm. it fairly back in the um, in the palms of the selectors. Mm. I'm, I reckon I'm in the team. I reckon I'm going okay. I'm not in a rut. Yes. If you don't want me in the team... Don't pick me, but I reckon I should be mm. part of that Ashes squad, and I fully intend to be selected and be opening the batting well, for Australia
4: the, in that in that campaign. The trouble, and I think you highlighted sort it the other day, earlier in the week, and if you look at the alternatives that are floating around to go to an Ashes tour, the, the experience could be invaluable, and it could be the type of environment where you can get something out of him, because it's all very well, good and well but, to say no, but, the but then and- who's... Who are, the, who are the ones to take on a tour as important as this? That's the going English, to... the
3: English are the ones who exposed around the wicket outside yep. off stump. They're the ones that have, have shown the
1: world mm. how to get Dave Warner out. Mm. Mm. He, sh- he shouldn't be He shouldn't be opening in the Ashes. Okay, not, not on the yeah. form of the last couple of years.
4: But so All this right. is
1: the thing,
3: Yeah, it's true. All of that's part of the, will be part of the deliberation. The problem is you look at Australia's batting stocks at the moment domestically. Mm. And what we're seeing are... And Indies are very different. Mm. We're not that. We're not batting that deep. That's
4: exactly what I just said, Andy.
3: I, I, well, I'm, I'm emphasising mm. the point. Right. Um, we, we are not as well stocked in that department as we would like to think we are. And Cam Bancroft deserves to be the next cab off the rank. I think most people have put the line through Cam. And, mm. if, you know, I if the Australian selectors had put the line through Cam Bancroft sort of 12 months ago. Mm. So... Um, we've turned back to him and he's forced his way in through sheer weight of runs.
1: Is so he gonna be opening the batting when we get to England in four months time? So is sort of a touch of irony if Bancroft replaces Warner in the test team?
4: Well irony uh, yeah, yeah, the right word. Yeah, there probably is. The news that Steve Smith's gonna be captaining in the last well, this he's, next he's, test. Is there, is there still a bit of heartburn with a lot of people that that uh, that this would upset some people. Well, he's not formally captain of the Australian cricket team. No, is he? but he's still captaining in an Australian Test team in a, in a Test, in Paul an Leo, important you, Test.
3: You, you've got a better sense for the zeitgeist of these sorts of things than zeitgeist. I, I and Gacy Have yeah.
4: um, you? What do you reckon? I think the heat's
1: been around it a little bit, um, but I think it's—I think that's gone now. Mm. There's been when yeah. it's come up before, people have been pretty passionate about it, but I think that's sort of Could, withered away. If, mm. if, if Pat Cummins, for whatever reason,
3: decided that he, you know, he didn't want to be captain of Australia anymore, mm. and I'm not suggesting that's the case, but no. just hypothetically, uh, do we, are, we, are we ready for Steve Smith to be the full-time captain of Australia again? Well, not, is he not still eligible? To, not just a stand-in skipper anymore? Well, is he eligible? Like, yeah. He, can no, the, he, didn't get
1: a, he didn't get a lifetime ban, no. so he's and eligible. Cricket
3: Australia can make up what They can change the rules whenever they like. Mm. Would he
1: be the first captain
4: based in New York? Well, that's true. Well, yeah, no, wasn't so he talking about the post? Yeah, when but he, not, yeah. not right now. He's not talking about. I think that's well, that story, competition so this, starts this year.
3: Yeah, and he was saying as early as next year. So, people who don't oh, know nice. what we're talking about, there's a, there's a huge, a couple of big money men yeah. um, of Indian uh, heritage who are based in America who are starting up a T20 competition in June 2023. And they've targeted some key Australian players, and Steve Smith's one of them. And, I'm sure he was speaking out of turn, the bloke who owns the thing, but he was saying that Steve Smith uh, could be playing in this tournament as early as next year. So, um, And Steve Smith said that, well, according to this bloke, Steve Smith told him he'd like to, he, he likes the idea of finishing his playing days
4: in America. That's what I'm saying. So I don't think he's. I don't think he's talking about going and playing right now. No, he, hopefully, he'll be busy in June this year. That's mm. exactly my point, Andy. And you runs. said, "Well, hang on," and then you changed the. <laughs> said no. Well, but problem. anyway. But bottom line is, and he has stood he's in this, and about he has stood in before. his career yeah. there. Not not as early as next year. I said. Mm. Oh, so he's going to be finishing his career in in twelve months' time? Is that what you're well, saying? Well, that's what
3: that's according to the bloke who owns the tournament. That's mm. what he said. Oh, okay. I'm
4: just telling you what he said, Keith.
0: Mm, I nice. know
3: you don't normally do an extra half hour, so you're starting to no, <laughs> get a little bit frail and fragile. i to <laughs> <yourself> <laughs> no, I'm like, no, you're just not listening. You oh, just okay. uh, shut yourself down. A Apologies bit. for that. No, then. no problems mm. at so, all.
1: So it was a tough tour for David Warner. But if, if 10's like the trip of a lifetime, and zero mm. is an absolute Barry Crocker, where would we rate it for Ashton Agar? Oh, yeah, no, he's had... Which is the crocker? Uh, no, zero.
3: He's had a zero tour. He's... It's been the worst of all... It's been the worst tour for Ashinaugan. Mm.
1: Well, we didn't get to this yesterday, but he arrived home late the night before. and This is what he had to say about uh, his feelings and how the, how the trip went for him.
0: Oh, Obviously, it's not an ideal situation, but you just try and make the best of it. I think I'm 29 now, and I've, I've been through plenty of ups and downs in the game, and I'm in a fortunate position, so um, it's nothing that stresses me out too much. Oh, it doesn't matter if I agree with it or not, it's um, it's up to them if, if that's the way it is and that's absolutely fine. Um, it, was, it was clear messaging from them, they communicated really well with me and it's a clear path forward obviously now, like with that message, just for, you know, chin up, um, walk tall and just try and improve. So that's just what I'm going to do. I do feel like I'm pretty resilient and I just try to phone up every day as best I could with a smile on my face and... Um, and be part of a team. I think controlling my attitude um, has been a strength of mine over the last few years. Um, I'm certainly enjoying my cricket a lot more because of that.
1: He's, he's handled that pretty well, I would have thought. Couldn't
3: have handled it better. Mm. Absolutely. Brilliant. Brilliant. Brilliantly handled. Brilliant. Said all the right things. 100%. And, yep. So, no, no, he he has covered himself um, admirably at the end of what must have been a uh, 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 Devastating tour. He gets picked as one of the, you know, he probably he probably goes overthinking. He's behind Nathan Lyon. Uh, He doesn't play, and the you know the 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 speculation or not the reporting out of the training camps was that he was bowling it sideways. Like so, um, to to front up the way he did, and you know, handle himself the way he did. It was was top shelf, I reckon. Good on him.
1: Well done, Bramashenega. Hey, just uh, out of the practice matches today uh, for Anytime Fitness. Make your own rules at Anytime Fitness. You're welcome at Anytime Fitness, no matter who you are or what your goals. are. It doesn't seem like there's been any real serious injury concerns. like a bit of a shoulder injury to still side bottom, but the Magpies Mm. said he was just badly winded and he was only going to play a half anyway. So they're saying he's okay. Paddy Cripps rolled an ankle. Uh, Carlton played down the significance of that one. Uh, so And uh, Nick Larkey lived Mcst- off a north, but he came back on. He was good mistake eh? Yeah, Dan McStay was terrific. Took yeah, some nice, strong was, marks. Yeah. <laughs> he,
3: was, he was absolutely terrific. Um, so they've got, they've, they've got one there. They've done nicely. Going to be interesting to say, I know they want to push um, um, Jeremy Howe up the ground a little bit this year. That's been a speculation that they might mm-hmm. try and get him rebounding and maybe even running through the sort of middle part of the ground as a, as a wingman a mm-hmm. bit this year. It's going to depend a bit on... Uh, Billy Frampton, and he, he, he sort of fought his way into the game a bit Frampton after quarter Close time. yep. Oh, yeah, Harry got hold of him early. So it, they're going to need Frampton to be as good as Billy can possibly be if they are going to feel comfortable releasing Howe up the ground the way they sound like they might hope to be doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, quick footy score because someone wants it off the uh, temper text. Melbourne, say, the last quarter, 10-7-67. Uh, the Saints, 5-8-38. Uh, uh, Go At the end of every month, we've got to do the Kenard Tyre Easy Performer of the Month. So win a Kubota Excavator with Kenard Tyre. Win a 1.7 tonne Kubota Excavator. Visit kenards.com.au. So Easy Performer of the Month. It's Mm got to be John Rahm, doesn't it? He's got to be. He's just dominating probably the hardest sport in the world to dominate.
3: Well, so his last 10 events, first, third, seventh, first, first, eighth, first, fourth,
1: first, second. Solid. He's won $9 last... million already this year. Mm. Oh.
4: That's, U, that's US. I, I, reckon, no, I reckon he's, he's a, won more than that. In Australian no, dollars, nine million. well. I read it the well, other he day. Played... Yeah, but, but that's US, isn't it, no, I uh, Julio? I think it's well over that in Australian uh, dollars. I think you're probably right. No, I'm No, no, that. I think you're probably right. It would, he uh, wins that for me.
3: The other one that could uh, be uh, in that category, if you're just sort of talking about big dollars, see so Deshaun Watson, who, you know, was a controversial mm-hmm. figure in the NFL. Um, he went to Cleveland last year, of course, after getting the punt from Houston for all of his uh, personal I- indiscretions. He's going to sit on the Browns cap. There's a new record. The cap hit that the, that the uh, Cleveland Browns are going to carry for Deshaun Watson is 50 for the next, five year, the next four years is fifty four million nine hundred and ninety three thousand dollars the previous highest cap hit ever carried by an NFL team was thirty nine million dollars so so uh, when you, what was the what's the category where what's the award uh, the easy out?
1: performer of the month
3: well he's going to be traveling pretty yeah, easy yeah, that's a different that's different mate. easy but that's a that's yeah, a good right, easy. It's... Yeah. And having walked his way through some, you know, bumpy roads on the way to getting the fifty-four point nine nine three million
4: yeah.
3: per year until the end of twenty twenty-six, that goes all right.
1: That's yeah. it. Hey, just before we go, boys, uh, this Sunday it's John Buchanan on this is your journey. The former Australian cricket coach speaking with Sam Edmonds for Tobin Brothers Funerals, celebrating lives. Now we've got to do the draw for the first of our uh, contenders for the King Island oh, trip. Yeah. So we've got oh, Tim on it. the road, Brett from Borwin. Shane on the road was the Swan supporter today who wanted to sack John Longmire after oh, a practice right. game, so he needs cheering up. And uh, James in down, so I'm putting him in my hat here. A-Rod can see it, what I'm doing, so it's all above board. Oh, i no, draw one do, out. You do
3: wear caps often, so yeah. you've probably
1: got one. Yep. It is Shane on the road. Shane on the road is our first... In the draw. So next week, so um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we'll have a call of the day. Those three will yes. go into a draw. We'll pull one out Wednesday night, and then on Thursday, they quiz. will play Shane in a quiz to be yeah. on the plane with you blokes heading down to King Island.
4: Hey, and Shane when was we a go blo- to King Island.
3: Oh, when? when? Is the following Sunday. That's right. Sunday 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 week, week. Mate, yeah. yep. Is Shane the bike who wanted John Longmire Sacks? That is right.
4: Oh, blimey. Yay, City Slides.
3: Madman on the fly. <laughs> Potentially, he hasn't got it. he's not on it yet. Madman, terrifying. <laughs> 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 hey, Holly, good work from good you. Good work, team. Safe drive home. Serge has been superb, eating all the donuts. we're trying to find another OB for
1: Monday, or come back to the studio. Barry
3: BMW provided us some kilometres. we need petrol? I'd like to
1: put the petrol in. Oh. Don't
3: get the sale events on down here. Barry BMW tomorrow and Sunday. G'day,
1: it's John. Just De- oh no, shit.